experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Eric looks good. I got to give Eric props. He's got his Charles Titwiller outfit on. He's all set. Not how it's pronounced. I have a new appreciation now, though, for the Rivers vs. Tides argument that happened during one of these parties. (laughs) People were walking by and stopping stopping and (laughs) Is there a fight going on? Yeah. And Andy's throwing out F-bombs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He F-bombed us. Why did he get so mad? The hors d'oeuvres were um, lacking. Deuce, please join the dark side where we can question Bill the GM. You don't have to twist yourself into a pretzel defending the Patriots. Did you listen to the show last night? I was just... Just as disappointed with last night as everybody else. More. Let it out, Mike. More. More. People always come at me with this, and I feel like I'm not this stupid Belichick honk that goes crazy. Like, well, another great one. Cole Strange. Perfect. (laughs) Chris, I'm sorry I didn't get to respond to you on the air, but I I have questions for you. Uh, Call back this week. Um, When did you start hitting Bill Belichick? When did it become so miserable for you? Jack Jones, by the way, would not uh, comment on any of his off-field issues. He was asked about that. Broke into restaurant, but he's not fighting. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It's Tuesday post draft here at Gillette Stadium. And um, for the next two hours, we'll be wrapping up what happened over the weekend, giving our thoughts, the thoughts of others. Uh, so it's going to be a great show. I can just tell. Uh, uh, yep, me too. Yeah, it is. I got, as, I, as they say, I got my popcorn ready. Yeah. Deuce is here. Eric's here. Paul's here. Matt's in the booth. I'm here. Uh, so why don't we start right off by uh, running down, you know, because not everyone listened to the shows over the weekend. I, it's hard to believe, but, um, you know, some people might uh, appreciate a little wrap up of the picks for the Patriots. Okay. <laughs> that says it all, doesn't it? Right there, the big sigh. Well, I think that they, uh, you know, the first round kicked things off, and I think that that Drafting a guard, which we talked about, was you know a little disappointing for everybody. And you know, I think the Patriots think that he's going to be a day one starter and come in. So I don't think you can argue with that. That's a need filled, assuming he comes in and plays as a starter. Yeah, there's no uh, doubt it was a need. But I think that they were off off the beaten path a little bit, at, um, and they went and did their own thing. And you know, I think people are really reacting strongly to how the draft experts are painting the draft. I had the opportunity the last couple of days to go and look at, you know, watch these guys all play and see in a best case scenario what they might bring to the table. And, and I, and I have some excitement. I, I've certainly have some, you know, reserve reservations about some of the picks and, you know, some questions, but I think that they acquired a lot of what they needed. I don't think they acquired everything that they needed, which I didn't expect them to do. I think there are still some concerns, but I think that they got some players that are going to help them. And I'm excited to see a lot of these guys come up. Yeah. They, they needed the positions for the most part that they drafted. They needed a guard. They didn't. You can argue whether or not they needed him in the first round, but they they needed that position. They needed wide receiver. Thought they were going to draft more than one, but whatever. They I didn't think they'd need two running backs, but they they did. Um, I, the edge position. That's yeah. I think yeah. what you're referring to as far as a need that I don't think went uh, went addressed. They did draft a defensive lineman, but he's more of a I think he's, I don't know, yeah, interior, in, more of an interior yeah. guy, yep. not 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 so much an edge rusher. But, yeah, you know, I mean, I think they, they it was a, t- to me, it was a typical Patriots draft where they took a player you didn't expect. They traded down, not necessarily out, but they traded down. They took a position you didn't expect. They took a bunch of players higher than you would have expected them to pick. It, it was back to business as usual for me as far as the Patriots drafts are concerned. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's a lot of small school guys. That's well, well a couple cornerbacks. Fast. That I was, mean, fast. Yeah, that was too. another need. I think. Um, you know. Um, yeah, corners. And, sorry. Yes. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, fast. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Thornton is fast. You know, if nothing else, yeah. um, the cornerback, the first cornerback they picked, fast. Yeah. You know, so if you if you want to get faster, you better draft well, the, the, fast guys. The running back. Pierre Strong fast. is really fast. Another fast him guy. And fast and strong. Him and Thornton were, were really fast guys. Yep. Yeah. And, and the guard is fast. Wow. Athletic. No, in all seriousness, the guard is one of the more athletic offensive linemen in the draft. Yeah. yeah. And I think even, you know, Jack Jones, maybe not straight line speed, but, but feisty and quick. I mean, I think there's some size concerns with the class, but I think Marcus Jones is my, my favorite guy right now just because I think he's going to instantly give them an element of a dynamic returner in, in punt return and kickoff return that, that they haven't really had. I think, you know, Gunnar Olszewski, all due respect, to his all pro season in 2020. I, th- I think Marcus Jones is, 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 is really going to come in and, and make an impact immediately on that. And, I mean, you know, I think the size with the cornerbacks is, is definitely something to talk about. But I think that they're both really quick, really feisty, uh, athletic guys that can move. Uh, so when you talk about matching up with, with some of the speed I think I think I like I like those guys. Yeah, I mean, I you know I think you know like Pete Carroll is famous for wanting long corners, you know, taller guys. But mm-hmm. you know when you look at some of the great corners, you know, like Revis and you know even Gilmore, they're not huge. Yeah, you know, like you can be five eleven and be a good corner in this league. It's really how how you're able to just you know stay with your guy and locate the ball. You know yep. that instinct that timing to know when to turn around you know and and be with a guy without you know without you know uh interfering with him you know and and drawing a flag that that has less to do with size than it just with your raw athletic ability you know yeah and and i see that with those guys i mean i would say i think you know marcus jones is a little bit underneath that you know five eight that's a little bit short and a little short and with jack jones it's 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 175 it's it's he's light um you know maybe he has the height but he doesn't quite have the thickness but i think all these guys competitive and you know right there and 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 you know making plays on the ball and you know those are things that are exciting and so i think you know i just you watch the draft unfold they drafted a lot of guys that weren't on on the primary radar except for maybe strange and so as you then, all right, well, let's actually look at these guys. And, you know, I just I think the mo- thing I'm most interested in with this draft is to hear from our callers who have been doing nothing but complaining about the lack of speed and the lack of separation. And I want to hear what they, th- they think about, th- about Thornton, yeah. you know, because we got so many calls about Jamison Williams. I'm not going to say he's Jamison Williams, but th- that's what Jamison Williams looks like. That's a tall, skinny guy who's a burner. Um, you know, production, not the same exactly, but... I just hope that those people are going to give him a chance because that's that's that was a common refrain for two years. We can't, we don't have any speed, we don't have any separation. Um, but you know, apparently because PFF or the Draft Network projected him as a third or fourth rounder, taking him in the second round makes him a non-starter in, in some people's eyes. That, or at least you know, that I'm hearing that are the, the vocal people right now who are saying this is like the worst draft in, in NFL history. Yeah. Well, as they say, we'll see. Um, and, oh, you know. oh, we have to wait now? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I get it. Well, to, to Usually <laughs> we don't, but I no, guess this I mean, year we, we do. We can have our own all opinion. The, all the grades were bad this year, so we'll wait to see how it all unfolds. I mean, we can have our own opinion, but to truly know the answer, yeah, we're going to have with, to wait. I agree with Mike on Marcus Jones. Um, I think 
for a lot of different reasons. That like I, I think Mike is a lot higher on it. I, I am really high on Marcus Jones strictly because I think he will be an, an electric return guy, and that's my yeah. That's the only saving grace to me in the draft. I I despise this draft. Oh, top despise. to bottom. Top to bottom. Wow. I just I don't think they I don't think they made a lot of good picks. I don't. I mean, we'll see, like you guys said. Yeah. But I don't think they made a lot of good picks. No. What? So are you more? You know how the, that old saying, "Don't hate the sinner, hate the sin." Mm-hmm. Are you not? Is is here? Don't hate the player, hate the pick. In other words, yeah. Well, I'm not going to hate yeah, players right, that the, I never even met. No, well, no, I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean personally. No, but I, I mean, mean like I, I'm not going to hate that. Like it's not like if if the if Mike is right and the naysayers like that are all ripping this draft. Let's say that they're right. It's not. Tyquan Thornton's fault that he got drafted four rounds yeah, higher yeah. than people expected him to. Right. Exactly. It's not like, you know, you use pro football focus. They had him like 189th on yeah. their board. We mm-hmm. took him 50. We traded up to take him 50. Yeah, I, I got That's some, not Tyquan Thornton's fault. Why should you hate him? I got some insight on that one. I don't know if you guys heard, but um, they, they jumped over Pittsburgh to get him. And uh, I guess one of the new coaches in Pittsburgh was his receivers coach at Baylor for two years. And the Patriots thought that maybe Pittsburgh was going to grab them. Oh, well, Pittsburgh takes and them. They, I mean, they're, they 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 yeah. know what they're doing on my receivers. Yeah, they do. like, oh, they got a steal. They must yeah. know something. Do you think they draft receivers well? I do. Yeah. What do you think the odds are that the guy they got won't be good? Which one? Pickens. Uh, Pickens? That he won't be good? Yeah. Less than 10%. I, yeah. think, I, I, I liked him. I liked him. I mean, I was more aware of him than I like, was. Like, I would be more apt to say that that's true if they didn't take a receiver. Now you just tell me they were just going to take a receiver, no matter who was on the board. I don't believe that they they draft well. No, I didn't say that. No, no, no. I'm saying no, the saying the the, uh, the idea about Pittsburgh. Yeah, like well, they might have had both easy, of them ranked. They might have had Pickens and Thornton. That's, a, that's very an easy, close. That's an easy crutch. Anytime you take a player that some people think is a reach, you automatically say, "Well, you know, like like uh, Bill did. Bill said it Thursday night. He wouldn't have been around much longer. I don't know that. Well, maybe a, he wouldn't. Maybe moved, he would have gone to Tampa Bay the next pick. I don't know. Well, they moved up for a reason. Who? The Patriots. I'm talking about Strange. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about Thornton. Bill said after they picked Strange yeah. that he wouldn't have been around much longer. That's what he did say. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good crutch when yeah. it's absolutely impossible to know. No, but I, I'm talking about Thornton. They they moved up to get him. And, I know, because yeah. they said that they thought Pittsburgh was going to take him. Mm. Again, right. absolutely impossible to know. I know. It is impossible, but they felt strong enough that they did move up. They, I know. Yeah, they felt strong enough to take Strange because they thought he was going to be getting picked imminently. I, why do we keep moving from Thornton to Strange? <laughs> they didn't move up to get Strange because you can just explain away. They every actually moved move. down and took Strange. You can t- explain away every move by saying they thought he was going to get taken imminently. Okay, but when a team forget about the Patriots move up and take a guy, something's going on to make them feel that they have to do that. I know. Yeah, I don't think they're morons, Fred. I think that they thought he was getting taken. Okay, just like they thought Strange was getting taken, so they took him. That's what Bill said. Yeah, he also said that if they didn't have a trade partner at twenty-one, they probably would have taken Strange at twenty-one. I, 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 yeah, maybe. That's what Bill said. I also think that if they had a uh, trade partner at twenty-nine, they would have moved back again. So you don't believe Bill that that he was going to get taken? I believe that. You know, being pressed to have to take a pick, they took Strange because they wanted him. But 
Do you think he wanted out of the first round? I do. Well, that's not what Bill said. And I know that you can't take yeah, everything right. that they say. I, I get that. I, I think if they had found a dance partner to move into the second round, pick up some extra picks, they would have done that. You know? So, but anyway. They did what they did. Yeah. They did what they did. <laughs> And that's the show for today. <laughs> my my only thing is, and and I uh, I said I have my popcorn ready because I knew from talking to Deuce upstairs that Deuce was was coming in hot, and I and I love it. Um, and he's an angry little Deuce. Yeah, he was angry, angry Deuce. Which I, that that's my favorite Deuce. I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> we don't get to see a lot of it. Um, my only like, I don't really care what other people necessarily say because so often. It, th- there's there's an agenda a- at work, but for a consistent amount of years, like can you remember the last time the Patriots didn't get good draft grades? Now, yeah, it's I been would a agree. While. I I would agree with the people who think grades on a draft immediately day after the draft are as foolish as foolish can be. I agree with that mm. wholeheartedly. Yeah, I don't take these any more seriously than I took all the A's. But I do find it interesting that it went from all A's, yep. like 90% of the time, to a lot of question marks from all of the same people. Yeah. I, I find that interesting. I think they took a lot of small school guys and, you know, it was almost like, you know, trying to be smart again. Like, well, you it, know, it's, everyone's zigging. We're going to zag. I don't mind small And we're going to prove guys. that we're picking up every rock. Listen, I I was disappointed because they didn't do what I wanted to, them to do. I wanted to go defense, 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 defense. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone says N'Kobe Dean is the steal of the draft. Now, I don't know about that, you know, because a lot of teams passed him up, for, and it had to be for a reason. But yeah. there were some other guys, and, you know, linebacker, you know, fast guys that I thought, oh, boy, it'd be great if they could pick them up. And, and they didn't early. All right. They did get the cornerbacks, which I, you know, that's yeah, defense. They you know, I know. Third and fourth round, five eight I know. guys. So I, I wanted defense early and often, uh, and that didn't happen. But what do I know? You know, what do I know? But that's why I'm disappointed because they didn't do what I wanted them to do, you know. And that's all these draft grades are. Right. Well, I don't know if Mel Kuyper went in go- to this saying this is what I want the Patriots to do because he doesn't, <laughs> no, he doesn't no. care. No, but you know, I mean he, – He's more objective no, than I am. Uh, no, I know he doesn't want for the Patriots, but like who he would have taken at that spot. Yeah, who he, who he thought was good, is, period. Yeah. yeah, and so based on their going against what he would have done, yeah. that's how they grade these yeah. things. Yeah, but, but – And the other thing is like, okay, so if you're Mel Kuyper and you've – ranked your board and you've published it and you've come out with every you know where you think guys should go and then a team goes against your thinking you have to give a bad grade or else you're yeah, telling right. people that you were wrong yeah right. it's paul's argument before yeah. you know so if you've pre-published where you think guys are going how they should be ranked you have to stick with that after I the agree. draft it yeah. was that guy that said you know who am i to question i hope i'm wrong i'm like yeah. that, that that should be you, you right. shouldn't hope you're wrong. Right. Yeah. You should hope that right. the team right. that picked the guy a hundred right. picks away from where you thought right. he should be picked is mm-hmm. wrong. So if the Patriots pick guys counter to his rankings, he has to give them a bad grade. And for Mel Kuyper, C plus is a bad grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? I mean a, across it, the board. That's every that's right. everybody's, you know, right. rankings. So right. I just what I, I, like, also, I, I also love how they all have to couch it. 
Usually. No. Well, <laughs> Bill Belichick has an obvious track record of success. Yeah. And he's won six, and he is the greatest ever. And one time he said hi to me, but <laughs> but yeah, I don't I really don't understand this it. draft. Yeah, please yeah. don't please don't beat me up. <laughs> yeah, I I just see the thing that you said, Fred. Like, do we really think that they're just concerned with trying to like zig? Like like we don't really care right. about winning football. We just want to do right. Like, do we really? Are we really thinking that, or do they really believe that they drafted a bunch of good players? Because I think that they believe they drafted a bunch of good oh, players. Oh, there's no doubt you know? that and they they're not just it. out to prove that they're smarter than everybody. And like, you know, this is what I like about the draft. Though we're gonna see these guys are all gonna show up. They're gonna have to play out there. We're they're either gonna be able to play or they're not gonna be able to play. They're gonna win games or they're not gonna win games. That's what the that's where the grades come from. And you know, I just I just hope that people who are so outraged would at least go and, and maybe look at some of these players and say, well, you know, in a best case scenario, if this guy's game translates as it was in college, what do we have? And I think that you've got some good players that improved your team. I don't know that it's going to work out, but you know, that's why I just think grades are stupid, as as we can all <laughs> agree. Two days after the fact, when they've never even been in the building. Well, don't put me in the box of like I'm just the, the oh every graph was great. Right. Like let me can I can I come at you for a yeah, second? Come at me, come at me, bro. <laughs> I, want at, I want to come at you for about something really specific. Deuce is like the Matrix. Yeah. He's yeah. got the hand. Yeah. Yeah. What do on. you what yeah. do you think of Jamison Williams? I have concerns. The same kind of concerns I'm going to have about Thornton with the size. You don't like him. No, I didn't love him. You, but didn't, you didn't like him. And now, but that was what now, was it about? And now what we're trying to make positive comparisons. What was it about? What didn't I like about him? Comportment, your favorite word, comportment. You don't think he's that good? You've been ripping him the whole. what I said. The whole pre-draft process. You ripped him, and now you're comportment. Now you're saying that Thornton is as good as he is. Dig it up, Matt. Dig it up. Concerned that he's skinny, like Jamison Williams. He's lightning fast. Separation can do number things. Same thing as Jamison Williams. I haven't heard anybody. I mean, maybe maybe it's true, but I haven't heard a lot of people question Jamison Williams' ability to get open and get off press coverage. No, but his size. I've and, heard people. And that's what I I've heard people up, do that with. Thornton. I brought it up when I talked about him too. I think and I also think that it's difference being the SEC and the Big Twelve. I think that's a big difference. Sure, but and speed he, is and speed. He, and he even was was it uh, started his career at Ohio State, which I mean their wide receiving core has been really good, and those guys are translating to the league. Yeah, well, just like Alabama's are. Speed is speed. Size is size. Yeah, you know, speed, and, and speed is speed. Bethel Johnson and Chad Jackson had sure. speed. Sure. That's but, it. But that's all we hear. And that's why they the were show. lower. Can't get separation. Picks. They got no downfield speed. Well, they got it. We'll see if it translates with Mac Jones and in the offense. But, you know, I remember walking down the hall after one of the shows, and I said to you guys, <laughs> I just want one more guy. I want something to see at training camp that I'm excited. I'm excited to see Tyquan Thornton out there and see what kind of dimension he brings to the, to the team and the offense and, you know, how they use him and what kind of speed he brings. So I got that piece of it. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the traditional uh, guy that I usually – feel like they like you know I, I am surprised that they went in that direction but I think it speaks to they clearly got faster like they clearly address things that people have been complaining about the most in terms of Pierre Strong in terms of Thornton in terms of you know the, the defensive the defensive Marcus Jones who returns like but, crazy but here's my thing right I wanted speed so that maybe we could force the bills to punt <laughs> You want a defensive speed. I didn't get that. Well, yeah. You yeah. Could, and mean, they did need all – I mean, I think Mike is right about that. They did need all-around speed. I just – I don't think they needed to get, a, a, like, a lightning-fast running back. I, I think those two, the two running back picks, to me, are as head-scratching as anything they did in this draft. And to double up on a position that, you know, you have two established guys. So are you, are you saying that 
definitively you're just going to let Damian Harris walk, which is fine if you do. But wow. I, I, I just feel like. Well, also you, maybe J.J. Taylor isn't the backup to James right. White that they want. You know, and reports that James White can't even work out yet. You know, so maybe they're still looking for that pass catching running well, back. Well, this guy is a project as a pass catcher. Is he? He has some production as a receiver, and we talked about it during the draft. But uh, I'm starting to write his thing up, and it's the number the numbers aren't necessarily like he's got a long way to go. Yeah. to be a three down option. That's a that's a, a viable point, and I think. A lot of people just jump to there's I did. the James White. I did because I, I saw. Did I looked at yeah. the stats. Yep. I think he has sixty something catches yeah. in his career, but he's not considered to be he's a, he's a gifted yeah. receiver. He's a, I, well, I mean, I think he's, uh, he's one of the things said that he has lava for hands. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah. see. I've seen good reviews of his hands, and and but you know, his catches pl- the ball like it's made of lava. Really? I, think I, said. I and what I watched, he I, I I thought he had pretty good hands and and was catching the ball, but he wasn't used as like a. Well, you know, like James Cook if was. He had sixty some odd catches. How many targets did he have? You know, what's that? Well, I think that's like over know, the course over of like his career. Four years. Yeah. Okay. But so, so it's not great, and at the F- FCS level too. Yeah. But he's got some. He's got some wiggle to that's him. I was. I was more impressed with him as a as a running back than you know the catching, which looked fine, but it wasn't. You know, like I mentioned, James Cook, who was a receiving back in college, and you know that's clearly what he translates to. So. You know, he's a little bit more more balanced, I think, than than maybe initially right out of the gate, we thought. All right. So we all So it's gonna be a fun off season with Paul and Mike. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Usually I, Mike just sways yeah. me to his side of things, but I don't think he's gonna do that in this. Well, wait till we get out there and then all of a sudden Taekwondo Thorne's just blowing by everybody and I'll be like, so, oh, that'd be great. I'm expecting him to blow by these guys. <laughs> oh and we we had some undrafted free agent signings. Uh anyone yeah. of note. Um, you know, yeah, I was, King. Yeah, Dierra King. I liked good, him. That's kind a of a family one. friend, aside from really oh, well, that you. one too. Yeah, Kobe Tippett. Yeah. Oh no, not him. A, well, no. He, he's not a. He's a tryout guy, right? I believe. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, still. Yeah, but congratulations to Andre Tippett, yeah. his son, <laughs> getting you know uh, a chance to try out with the team. Really, I mean, I, that, I, I was talking to him yesterday. You yeah. must be like over the hill, I mean, because. What over it, the moon? Over the moon, over the he hill, over whatever. The hill. He <laughs> is over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Much like you and I. Right? What the hell does that but mean? That, you know, <laughs> Don't insult Tim. <laughs> just, <laughs> right Jesus. Just, just to be the able to guy in the building. show you who's over the hill. Just ever, to, ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, just to be have that opportunity, you know? Yeah. yeah. I hope he does make it to camp. Yeah. Yeah. Be um, That'd be uh, cool. Cool story. One other guy That's that cool. I noted was uh, was Cody Russi from Houston, who's a center, and I think they gave him like 180 k guaranteed, which so far of the reported money guaranteed that's well and away the most um i love so those he was just an, an interesting one i love the tracking of the guaranteed money for the undrafted free agents um what is david andrews's contract status oh he's for a while two I think. more maybe even three i think i mean last year it was the was last yeah. year the extension yeah or, oh yeah was it yeah yeah, yeah. I, I bring it up because a lot of the defense of strange which it got there. It, it it by by Sunday there was a lot of strong Cole Strange defending going on. Um, well, you know he 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 can he can play center, and I'm like, yeah, you have a guy playing center. Like what what you know you just resigned him. Like why do you need a what you know why did you need a center like that? The versatility of being able to play center and yeah. and guard. I I didn't get that. And then I think. Did they sign two undrafted guys that were kind of predominantly centers, right? The LSU kid that grew up around Liam here. Sh- yeah, Liam Shanahan and Liam and, Shanahan and is kind of, he's his uh yeah. The Harvard? Yeah, Harvard he started his career at Harvard and, and uh, transferred to LSU for his last year, played pretty well. 
he was very excited. I know his um, his uncle is a friend of the family, uh, so he had a, okay. a little bit of a connection. Not not the family, not, not close, not 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 <laughs> not, 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 not really close. Dude. But um, <laughs> he was he had uh, I had found out that he had been into for a visit late last week, and he was really hoping that they signed him. He thought there was a chance, but he wasn't expecting yep. to get drafted. So you're saying there's a chance. Um, I just thought that was interesting, Mike, that they yeah. had a couple of – like you don't really see a lot of centers. That's It says like he was a center. A lot of times yeah. it's a guard who can yeah. play center. Or, or OL. Yeah. yeah. And, Generic. And, well, I think all the, all the offensive linemen um, that they drafted all have some versatility to them. Yeah. Um, and I think Chase and Hines – Low round guy. I mean, he looks like on when you, yep. you know what? Square I'm glad build. you brought that up. Those are the picks I loved. Yeah, Stuber. Three three big offensive linemen late, late. in the draft. Yeah. One of them more than likely will hit. It, it I mean it just that that's where you find your offensive linemen. Yeah. And it seems like they've had to do that a lot the last five years or so. Like draft What's multiple it? offensive linemen. Bring in you know uh, there's two. Two they signed, right? There's Stuber and Hines. Right. Yeah, Stuber yeah. Hines are drafted. Yeah. So in the Russie, other one was, Shanahan were the other were one was a defensive lineman. Yeah, Sam correct. Roberts. And strange, of course. But it, but yeah. it doesn't it seem to you like that they've been drafting a lot of offensive linemen. They them trying like like that's what you do. Yeah, well, Ron. I, I want I, I want them to hit. Sherman, it does. Don't have to. I wonder yeah. what other teams. Do. They're probably doing the same thing because you need a right. lot. That's of why. Them. I, yeah. That's why you I'm so upset about the draft. I don't want one in the first round. You need to have eight of them on your roster at any given time. I guess I just feel like uh, to me it's it's an admission that oh all right we 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 failed on last year's draft with these guys we got to take them again oh we failed on last year's draft we got to take them again like at some point you want to have like your five offensive well, linemen for a while I don't they failed they had two guys leave they had Karras left and and oh. what's his face oh. left oh. they Mason. they well, traded one no there. I know they're gone they're gone yeah you know so but, but I, I but I look at see I I think that's one of the People that criticize Belichick in the draft, I think that's an area that they've been really good at. I mean, if you look at it, it's Ted Karras was a, a fifth-round pick, I think. Tooney, I think, was a third-round pick. Shaq Mason, I think, was a fourth-round pick. Mm-hmm. Owenyu was a sixth-round pick. These these are guys that have started games for you in yeah. most cases. I mean, Owenyu a little less so than the other three, but the other three were really successful. I mean, really yeah. solid. I mean, Tooney and M- Mason – were as good a uh, starting tandem of guards as there is in the league. Yep. But then you end up like franchising one and then giving a long-term big yeah. money extension and then you, and then you just you let them walk. I I would say you let them walk because you're comfortable and confident that you can replace them with fourth and fifth round picks and then you take one in the first round. Like that's the part that I that I don't like. Yeah. Like Cole Strange, I have no doubt will be a starter on day 1 and he'll be fine. Everybody will tell me he's Hannah because they picked him in the first round. He'll be fine. I have I, I don't have a fear of the Patriots are going to fall short this year, Mike, because Cole Strange just couldn't hold Hard up in short. the interior. <laughs> I guarantee you yeah. that I will not be saying that. But I wouldn't be saying that if he was a fifth round pick either. Yeah, like yeah. we you know we fell short. Like, can you think of a guard? Think about over the all of the years. Whether it was Joe Andrusi way back when, when it all started, Mike Compton, um, Russ Hochstein, a hooker, Neil, Steve um, Neil. I don't know what well, point you're trying to make. Stephen, <laughs> I'm just naming, naming. <laughs> I'm trying to tell what Ryan Wendell. Like yeah. guys, come and go. What yeah. What do these guys all have in common? None of them were drafted in the first round. Like they had Logan Mankins. Everybody says, "Well, maybe they got another Mankins." Maybe they do. I love Mankins. 
both personally and professionally, you didn't have to take a guard in the first round. And I don't think they took a guard in that first round. He was a guy who played all tackle in college that they moved to guard in the pros. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, did they take him to play guard? I think that they probably had an idea that he would move to guard because they didn't really need But he could play tackle as he proved. Oh, yep. yeah. Here. Yeah, he could. You know, that was another one, yeah. you know, on draft night where, you know, sometimes you get a little defensive. I thought the new guy, Matt Gross, sounded a little defensive at times on, on both Friday and Saturday. Mm. Talking about the versatility. But he Mike, was also you want to give me the numbers? He had like 44 career starts, yeah. 42 of them at left right. guard. Right. But, but the like, uh, yeah. Yeah, because a guy played a game at tackle doesn't mean yeah. he has versatility. But, but the other thing he was talking about, and I think with Strange in mind, was toughness. What, and so the question is, did we have a problem with toughness? Hmm. Was this not up so, to the toughness uh, yeah, that like they wanted last year? If you want to be a tough year? team, you got to draft tough players. That, yeah. that line he had. Like, so yeah. he Which I thought was like kind of odd. Yeah. Yeah, no, I and I mean just to interject, like I, I'm with you on this pick. Like I, I had the same reaction then. I mean, I yeah, you're right. He gets and I, and, and I'm not great. telling you he like, can't play. Like right. these, we, we got some SPFWs and some people are like, well, who who are you to analyze? But Cole Stranger is a guy on everybody's radar. I I am famous. I tell you, I'm famous for for ignoring the offensive line. Right? I mm-hmm. always kind of do it poke, on your own time. I poke fun at myself yeah. in the pre-draft process. By far and away, the fewest amount of guys I watch and study are offensive linemen. I saw Cole Strange. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the top tier mm-hmm. of the guys, and according to these draft experts. Yeah. Right? So it's not like he's a guy that was just completely off the radar that no, no one had ever heard of, which is what people were trying to do in SPFW this week. You know, like, oh, just because you never heard of him. Like, I heard of him. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I heard of him, and I and I watched uh, some, some highlights of him in the pre-draft process. Yeah. 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 Not that I'm an expert, I would I don't put a grade next to him and tell you where he's going to go. I just I look at other people. Well, you know, and everybody had him sort of like late day two, maybe even well, early day it's, three. It's kind of like Duggar, you know, when a guy from a smaller school or conference even is on the second round radar, which is where Strange was and where Duggar was, and where Duggar was ultimately taken. I think maybe here they think, okay, he's that good that. You know, he's in the mix. You yeah. know, yeah. See, but that's my point. Like, no one had a problem with Duggar. No. Duggar got taken exactly where everybody thought he was going to get taken. Right. Right. Everybody, you know, was sort of scratching their heads about Strange because a lot of people had him in the third or fourth round. But a lot of people had him in the second round, too. One. Well, just one? Well, he was. He was. Cu- NFL.com. He was, dot com. He was on was, the cusp. Was it Chad Reuter? I think, I think most uh, people Reuter, had him Reuter, ranked Reuter. like 70. Like, if, yeah. you, if you just stacked. The best players on the in the draft. He was yeah. in that low seventies, so that's just out of the second round. Yeah, Giardi, yeah. Giardi just posted a thing too. He talked to a team that said they had a second round grade on him. So yeah, you know, there's. I mean, I don't know. You just get into that stuff, and it's like it's another yeah, thing. But it's another thing I like too. Oh, right, Giardi. Uh-oh. No, 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 yeah, not with Mike, but um, sort of the the. The battling among the media people. Right, it cracks right. me up. I found somebody. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Bedard, Bedard quote talked to six. Six teams, none of which had him on the radar. Gasper says, talk to one personnel guy who said that that's absolutely a, a good, solid pick. He was going early second round. Hmm. Giardi says, Sniff. talk to a number of personnel executives. None of them had him anywhere near the first round. But then, but like Mike just said, he found one that said second. Yeah. So, like, I mean, seriously, like, are we going to... Are we going to kill people? Like, like I saw another, another uh, one in the mailbag was talking about Jermaine Johnson, right? Well... Who's grading the graders 
the guy says, <laughs> because Jermaine Johnson fell with. Jermaine Johnson went like 10 picks later than he was like project. Yeah, he dropped in the first round. A lot of people had him in the top half of the first round. He went in the bottom half of the first round. Yeah, some people that's had him not going the, to the Patriots, That's not too. the same as the guy that got drafted that was supposed to be 89th and went 29th. Yeah. Like, there's a big difference there. The, yeah, the question I have about Strange is I, I don't quite – you know, I'm, I'm not a scout. I'm not evaluating the, the offensive line play. But the question is, was guard that much of a need position that you had to take one at that spot? Like, like you said before, they couldn't find a trade partner they wanted to trade out. You had to make a pick. Well, it was a need, so, but did you not think you could fill it later? That's, that's my point. That's yeah. what I would yes. say. Right. I think yeah. it was that much of a need position. They needed a starter at it, guard. Right. I just think you could have gotten it in third. Right. Like, like if, Chase and Hines. <laughs> like, right. Like, would you feel any different? I mean, be honest. No, no. Be honest. I, I'm with you on this pick. I'm with you on the, on the strange pick. Like, uh, like uh, I just feel like if, if they had taken – Jermaine Johnson or Trent McDuffie, mm. and then tried to get Strange in the second round. No problem. And they didn't get him. Yeah. Okay, I'll take Dalton instead. Yeah. And I'll get him on my next pick. Yeah. I'll, ca- I'll catch. I'll catch. I'll catch next, on the yeah. next. Catch yeah. on the next one. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. But um, you know, the, the one and two and two guards. Uh, by the way, uh, the Patriots were originally 54 before they yes. traded up to 50, so. right? Yeah, yeah. There were two guards that went like 56 and 58 or something like that. One to Tampa. Yeah, Tampa took one, uh, right? Yeah. The Rams no, the Ram, were later. And Rams the, were ki- later, the yeah. kid from LSU went. They were right in the right in the area where the Patriots were, were, were going to pick their sex. So That's I think, right. Now, maybe you could argue with me. They thought Strange was far and away superior to the two guys that went. Gadecki, I think, was one of them. That's it. And... Uh, I try to Ingram, maybe from LSU. <laughs> this is the time of year. This we already start to forget about the names. Oh, oh, you think this is bad? You think this is bad? Wait till the season starts. Oh yeah, and I have to look at Who Mike and I say, oh, yeah. "Did we Mike, like him? Did I like Wait, him? Did we like him?" <laughs> Andy's not here anymore to tell me if I liked him. So it's Mike, and you, you know, him. you loved him with Mike. No, he's I just going to automatically <laughs> tell me I didn't like anybody because you know you hate you hate everybody. Yeah. Can I talk about Sam Roberts a little bit? Sure. Oh my god. Yeah, we haven't mentioned Sam Roberts. I mean, I, and like, and I'm, I know he's a, a D two guy, but holy crap! You turn on him and watch him just picking guys up and throwing them. I yeah. I don't know if it's going to translate to the NFL, but he was fun to watch. I mean, he is just it's it's kind of like Barmore, and <laughs> I'm very curious. I like you know, that style of play. Get up field, strong guy. I mean, they're just if you haven't seen it yet. People listening, go you know, just go watch. There's about a minute of highlights on Patriots.com. It's just him picking up offensive linemen and throwing them into the backfield. Um, but then a big Patriots fan too, which was kind of cool. I mean, the celebration right. and all that, and you know, that's the stuff I try to to focus on at this point while everybody's you know stomping their feet about it, and you know, just remembering these are these are kids too who are excited and, and living <laughs> their their dream. And oh, what he got a fist pump by Paul? Yeah. Oh, uh, it was it, uh, it was Ed Ingram. <laughs> I, I had the name Ed right. <laughs> But uh, but I, I think he's. I mean, I, look, I wanted more on the front seven defense, defense, defense. I, I was on that page too. But after watching him, I mean, he, they picked him. I was like, who the hell is that guy? I mean, it, you know, not really on anybody's radar. But um, but you can see what he what he can do. He's a big, big dude, and he plays plays really strong and, and tough. So I'll give you one. We'll see fun, how he goes. I'll give you one funny one on this. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to pretend to be able to tell you anything about Sam Roberts from Division Two, Northwest Missouri State. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I heard a guy over the weekend. Talking about the draft, but you know, you know, like that, like like when you always make fun of me, Freddie. Yeah. Draft fill in, guys. You know, you always yep. tell when it's some guy goes, you know, and he blocked he he blocked like eight kicks, so he give you like special teams like 
do you think maybe as, <laughs> D2 a, special as a Division guy? Two defensive tackle that was capable of getting drafted in the <laughs> NFL – Maybe that's why he blocked so many kicks <laughs> right. in college. Right. I mean, like, I, do you really think that's going to translate no, to the it, And it's true, and they say it all the time. If you're if you're coming from a lower school, you got to better be throwing and, and dudes around and he dominating. He is throwing he dudes around and dominating. And uh, I, I putting together a feature on him. Spoke to his to his college coach, and you know, just said he's you know real focused kid, and and you know. You know, to do that, whatever they that ask, was one of the three yeah. sixth rounders, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have no no big issues mean with dude, that. No issues there. with that. Take, throw it, throw a dart at a guy that has obviously some physical attributes. Yeah, you know what's 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 the what's the harm there? Like, yeah, yeah. and then uh, Zappy. Ah. Uh, I the more I, the more I'm reading, and this is one of my guys too. The yeah. more I'm reading about this, yeah, the less I like it. Other than the fact that Mike, go ahead, use your business quote. Oh, it's good business. It's, it is good business. Other than it's good business uh, to take quarterbacks in the middle rounds, I don't really see what I, I don't see all the the Mac well, comparisons. No, productive. Well, he was certainly productive. huge numbers. Yeah, I, in an air raid offense. I didn't get to do my my usual JT O'Sullivan QB, QB school plug, but huh. he did do a video on him, which I watched yesterday, and. Uh, Against Army. In all seriousness, <laughs> up, up and down, up and down. Ha- have yeah. you ha- have you ever looked into asking J.T. O'Sullivan if he's you know looking to get into sli- slide you a little <laughs> slide you a little? I wish I could. Only on the, the Patriots. I know. I know. That's why I got him. I haven't talked about him in a, in a year since I wrote the. Well, actually, I wrote the, the year two thing with Mac. But uh, you know, it's the scouting reports have him as that Matt kind of not going to blow you away with the physical attributes, but, but seems to understand where things are and, and knows where to go to the ball with the ball. Um, but eh, I don't know. Watching him. I, then I started reading about him a little bit, you know, a little bit slow, getting rid of the ball. <laughs> you know, the decision making is not always sound. And I'm like, so in other words, in a, he's in an air raid offense. So whenever he just gets the ball and he throws it right to the guy that he's supposed to throw it to, everything is fine. And that's what that offense is. That's the old yeah. Texas tech offense. That Mike Leach had, yeah, and really the only guy who ever amounted to anything as a quarterback out of that is Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a litany of Cliff Kingsbury's, B.J. Simons that like just couldn't do it when they got to the the NFL. Yeah, I just, I mean, we know it's. I, I've said it's good business, but I I still just find the reaction so funny. It's like well, people really can't see what they're doing. Like, like you're talking about, like he's going to come in and compete. They don't like right. Mac. They're oh. going to compete with Mac. I'm that, like, now that, that was ridiculous. No. Now that's high comedy. I mean, oh, some of the people there that was were a convinced. lot of that. Who some of the that? people were convinced. See, they they don't trust Mac. <laughs> oh well, please. I see. I'm kind of in the middle. Like I think it's ridiculous to say like he's here to compete with Mac, which I did. Mike's right. I, you know how you always say, who who. Well, Mike heard him too. The yeah. same people were saying oh, that. Oh, yeah. I think that's ridiculous to suggest that he's here to compete that's with Mac. That's ridiculous. But I also think it's ridiculous to suggest that it doesn't have anything to do with Mac. I think it does, at least at least a little bit. I don't. I don't. I just think they've picked quarterbacks before and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see with him. But uh, And then the last one I think we discussed uh, – Kevin Harris, I was kind of eh on him too as, as I dove into him. Uh, big, kind of yeah. stiff. I, I uh, seems more an early down guy, but it's I, an intriguing pick because he had a really, really good year as a sophomore, and then had back surgery um, off an injury that I think he suffered in the off season in between, and he had a down year last year, which is kind of strange that he would come out <clears throat> off of that. But my guess is he's concerned. 
about the back injury. He wants to get in the league for a couple of years before he washes out. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he Mike's right. He's more of a uh, early down kind of threat. Great ball security. Um, yeah. Only one fumble in his career uh, on uh, almost 400 touches altogether, whereas, conversely, Pierre Strong had five fumbles last year as a senior. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit yeah. different. Yeah. All right, I'm eager to hear what our listeners have to say. Uh, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. We'll start with Todd in Greenville. What's up, Todd? Hope you can hear me good today. I know you guys had a couple strange calls lately. Perfect. Much better. With respect to Strange, uh, I really kind of like his athleticism and his ability to kind of get a hold of somebody and keep them. But a couple times I've watched some of his uh, some of his highlights, and he's standing there in that half crouch that a guard has with his arms spread wide. And meanwhile, the pocket's just collapsing on his quarterback behind him, and he's staring downfield, just standing there. And it's like, oh, that's not so good. Mm. And with Thornton, I think Paul already mentioned it, there's uh, some issue with him getting off press coverage because I watched a game. I think they were playing Kansas, and he just couldn't, oh. couldn't get you – know, if they pressed him right on the line, he couldn't get free. But he did go down blocking. I watched him on a lot of the plays. They had the whole game, his highlights. And every time they ran the ball, he was out there blocking. He was throwing his body up. So my question is, how much coaching can you do with these guys to get them so that they don't make these kind of mistakes and get them going? Because who's our receivers coach? I don't even know right now. And I know we're kind of a O-line coach by committee, aren't we, at this time? So uh, how O-line, I think, is Matt Patricia. No. Well, no? we think we think that's going to be Matt. But we, why is that? I think. Yeah, Patricia. We don't know. Yeah, well, we're not sure. I though, literally right? just said I yeah, think. We, we're not sure. Um, wide receiver. Who is the wide receivers coach? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that was Mick, Mick Lombardi. Lombardi to, Mick Lombardi, but he's gone, right? Yeah, yeah. went um, to uh, you know maybe Troy, Vegas, maybe, maybe Troy, maybe Could Troy, Troy, goes, Troy, Troy Brown. Brown. I thought, I thought Troy was going to be with running backs, but I, I, I'll I'll go back to see. That was last year. He was running, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was. No, the first year he was with running back. He was the assistant running backs. This year he was with the, the receivers with, with Mick. Okay. Uh, so Troy Brown was wide receivers and kick returners last year. Yeah, so he'll probably oh, cool. be the so like receivers yeah. coach. Yeah. I mean, I, I just to answer your question about Strange, I think, I mean, a competent all offensive line coach, I think that's a, a big part of technique and the jump. And I, I yeah. think that that's something that, that you know, he'll, he'll make strides with that. That's NFL-level coaching offensive line, okay. I think. My last thing is, I want to lock uh, Deuce in a room with Chris Scheim and just let them go over this draft together. Who's <laughs> Chris Scheim? Sh- oh, Scheim is the one with Andy. That they do the off day podcast. Oh, go, uh, go and get your Scheim box. Oh yeah, yeah go get your Scheim. Why box. is he? Is he think it would be worst draft of all time? Is that? Is well, that? I think he thinks that. Uh, Hello. Oh, I think we lost. Right, him. We lost you. Um, <laughs> anyway, what the. Another buzzword that I was kind of chuckling at is, you know, you know, Cole Strange, you know, makes sense, really good pick. You got to protect Mac, and then you read about him. Like the one thing that he doesn't do great is pass protect. Like, oh, great, yeah, excellent. He gets it out quick. It's because it, do, it does seem like Strange <laughs> is one of these like really super all around, like checks all the boxes. Like yeah. great guy, leader, mm, yeah. good, you know, um, good per- personality, loves football, you know. Has good athleticism for the position, and you hear all a lot of good things about him. But the one thing that you have heard in the negative is pass protection. Mm-hmm. He's not really, yeah, yeah. although polished. Isn't there a stat a stat like he's only given up one sack in yeah. three years or yeah. something like Again, that? Which, oh. 
who who does those? Well, I don't know. The analytics people. But like, and, and Todd's watching the game where he's standing around as his quarterback's getting killed. But no, not blocking anybody. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like. How do you judge whether or not a guy's good at pass protection? If he loses his one-on-one battle, yeah, well, like it doesn't you, always result in a sack. Yeah, you can make a definitive judgment just by those two clips of him losing to Travis uh, Jones okay. at Senior uh, Bowl. Okay. Oh, at the you Senior see, Bowl. You see, you see it's, uh, we found the two clips. That see, tells it all. Oh, That's oh, all you need to know. The, the two clips. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pass it around. Uh, what, what, Evidently, what Travis that? Jones should have gone in the top ten. By the way, because look what he did to Curtis Strange. <laughs> See what I did. Curtis, Curtis. Strange. Yes. See what uh, I did. Oh, yes. is that going to be a thing? Um, I, one thing, though, on Strange, I did retweet. His coach put out a video last night that I thought was great, just talking about, uh, I mean, almost just how grateful they were to have him at the program and just what a professional he was constantly in every single thing that he did. And he just goes right down the list of what a professional he was and, and approached every day the same, and he never slipped once. I thought it was great. It was like having another coach there. Wow. I won't go that far. Well, six <laughs> years. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to uh, only the Patriots could draft ten hit. guys and not get younger. We should have known. We should have known that this was going to be the pick too, because remember Matt Groh in his pre-draft press conference talking about a lot of these guys have played like six years of college football. Hint, hint, wink, yeah. wink. Yeah. yeah, we should have seen Strange. it coming. I mean, there were a lot of hints that Bill at the draft party about yeah. the trades. Yeah, he was right about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, speed. No. Yep. Uh, let's go to yeah, Chris. I, I wonder if Bill was talking about the trades of players. Oh, I don't know. Because that, to me, was like, I didn't think there was, like, an inordinate amount of trades with draft picks. But Hollywood Brown and A.J. Brown, mm. that that was the first round to yep. me. Uh, let's go to Chris with a T-I-A-N. Hey, Christian. Hey, guys. What's going on? How's it going? Good. You all right? You sound a little yeah, down. You sound a little you down. Right, do, you want, do you want me to call yeah, the priest? Just, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> no, maybe a couple of weeks ago, but uh, I've had, like, a sinus infection. Like the past three weeks, I'm just starting to feel a little oh bit better. Boy. It's crazy. You've been it's coughing up a storm. All right, it's time to <laughs> suck it up a little bit. Yeah. All right. All right, Paul. Take it easy. <laughs> um, I was I was being sarcastic. I've been coughing on air for like three weeks. <laughs> I was gonna say. I know. I know. That's why I said it. You got it from Paul, obviously. Uh, listening to the show. Uh, infecting my air up in the yeah. North Shore. What do you want? I mean, you know. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I uh, you know, I was. You know, I knew we were in trouble when it was the first 15 minutes of the show was dead air. And then it was followed by 15 minutes of Fitzy talking, which I wish was dead air. Oh. That's the topic for another hey. day. I mean, you know. Mike likes Fitzy. Fitzy's much right. much like the Patriots draft class. I know he does stuff with him and everything, but he just, I, don't, I just I don't understand the fascination. But, um, huh. but I, you know, yeah. I, I think, like, for me, when you look at the draft, the, the, the maddening thing, uh, you know, look, they got speed. Great been jumping up and down for years that they needed to get speed um where a guy gets picked and how everybody takes their pants off when they trade the 94th pick and they get a 20 23 third round pick and it's great value and it's just that and the other thing drives me up a wall i feel like people are more upset about where a player was picked rather than the player that was picked if that makes any sense um yeah it does me i it's just it's just maddening and and I just want the team to get better obviously like everybody else and 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 they address speed which was great let's see if these guys can play I'm absolutely stunned <clears throat> that they didn't take somebody in the front seven until the sixth round yeah. I, I'm blown away by that like I, I you know Paul you had the article over the weekend about the linebackers boy you're putting a lot of eggs in those in those baskets I agree that yep. those guys can play. And with the exception of, of Uche, who's, you know, flashed 
and that's being kind. The rest of them have done nothing. Now we they don't know. Hurt, we have no. We don't but know. Yeah. We don't know. So um, we've been killing them for their previous drafts. Maybe this is the year that 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 you know it, uh, they get bear, that it bears fruit with the Perkinses and the Jennings and the Uches of the world. Yeah, and I was listening Rose. listening I mean, to Ted Johnson a little bit, and Ted Johnson is is the linebacker. He's mm-hmm. pretty high in the draft, by the way. Um, For what reason? Did he say? Well, one of the things he was talking about was the the linebackers not necessarily. He said, you know that that style that Dante Hightower, Brandon Spikes kind of profile is really sort of on the back burner in the league. And he thinks that uh, the way that that it's going, you know, you have the extra safeties to sort of fill that that kind of role. And, you know, that's, I think, what he's expecting the Patriots to do, less so than the Uches and the Jennings and the Perkinses of the world. Yeah. I think he's pointing to Peppers, Duggar, Phillips, and, you know, some combination yeah. of that sort of rotating around. You know, and he also talked about Mac Wilson, but mm. – I, I don't know. It, it's it's not the dumbest thing I've heard. It's a it, it's a chance that it could go down that way. No. Well, look at what they do, not what they say, and they didn't take anybody in the no. front seven. I, and I think I, I I'm going to predict. I bet they sign like a Trey Flowers or a veteran edge guy now. Yeah, uh, they still. I think I think that's got to be in the cards. That, and then I think Paul's right. Like we're going to roll the dice with this linebacker Thanks, group and all that. That's fine. But it was just the edge. Who's who's playing on the edge of the defense? That's. That's my concern, and, and you know, it's just the same. It's the same group up front. It's the same group up front that they ended last year. And I think if you want to try to cover up for a secondary that you really didn't address, then you might want to try to get some pressure on the passer. Yeah. And Mike has been talking about this. Who else besides Judon? Yep. You know, where do you get that pressure? Where do you get an edge guy? You know, and all due respect to Trey Flowers, he's not really that guy. No, but it, it would at least some. It would be a guy that I feel like could. No, oh, no, he. I think he. I think he'd be a. He'd be a starter, but I. But, I mean, I. I just don't. I don't look at him as like a pure pass rusher. That's no, no, impact the no. pocket on a consistent. But basis. hey, I'll just take somebody who can at least stop the run too, because that. I mean, that might almost be mm. the bigger concern. Because I'm happy to yeah. stick Uche out there and you know on third down, Ronnie Perkins. I mean, he's got to give you something at some point. So. You know, I, at least on third downs or you know pure passing downs, I feel like you got some guys you can throw out there to try to get some pressure. But you know, it's just the down to down tough guys. It's 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 hard to see a, a three down lineup. It feels like we're kind of heading towards it's gonna be like mass changes on on the field depending on what the situation is, which haven't you know produced great results lately. Uh, this ought to be interesting. Eldred's in North Carolina. What's oh, up, there Eldred? He is. Let's go. Here's the true litmus. Yeah, test. I know, I know. I've been waiting hey, all. Well, I've been waiting three days for this call, Eldred. So what now? We say I've been waiting for I've been waiting for you. We were talking about you on the draft show. We I wanted hate you. this damn draft. <laughs> 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 there it is. <laughs> like I said before, Mr. Kraft, you don't have to pay me. Let me draft one damn year. One year. You ain't got to pay me. One year. <laughs> because I know we need a guard. Ten receivers. I understand that. But I'm like, I'm like, Paul, can't get one in the fourth or fifth round. You know, you had Booth, McCrary, you had Gordonston out there. You need cornerback help. But you get five, eight, five, nine guys in the sixth round that can run, but I can't see them covering six one, six two receivers or six three. They might be, they might can run with them, but they can't jump with them. You know, so I just can't understand that. Thornton, yeah, uh, I didn't like that pick at all. Oh come on, why? He's your guy. He's one of your guys. <laughs> yeah, he's six two with speed, but he can't get off press. I watch him too. I watch college football. <laughs> I am a Patriots player. I'm a Patriots fan by heart, but I watch football, college and pro. And I'm like, darn, we can't get nobody like that. We can't, you know. 
and I, I'm just frustrated. Like I said, I've been frustrated for years. Because, you know, I've been calling Bill out for years on GM, you know, just some things. But last year was a better draft than this year. I know if he could do it last year all over again, I'd be, I'd be giving him all, well, what, a cape and a crown. Yeah. There you go, King Bill. <laughs> but he didn't do that this year. Yeah, but we'll see. I mean, like, if, if Thornton can play, if Strange can play, and one of the cornerbacks can play, it's a but, good draft. Uh, Pretty okay, much. Okay, but Fred. Yeah? Wouldn't you rather have Booth or McClurry in the first round? I, I, listen, McDuffie, a, you mean? Somebody, somebody Does like he that? mean McDuffie? Yeah. There is a McCreary, too, though. Uh, McDuff, no, nah, I like McDuffie short, too, but he can run, but like yeah. I said, I, I just have. Look, I, I, I'm on record. I, I want a defense, you know, early and often. Know. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, you yeah. know. But you got a guard, right? You could have gotten the third, fourth round, yeah. Because like, like I said, I watch draft boards too. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm all right, sports fan, all all around. I'm just not well, whatever, whatever. No, I watch all that. And Paul, you're right. A, uh, SEC and ACC is a whole lot better than top than Big Ten and twelve because they better competition and they playing similar like pro. So I know you can't keep going to the well out there all the time. But some of those players, you know, that was there, you just didn't get them. Yep. You just didn't get them. Yep. You know, you pick somebody that's what you think your board is. Yeah. And like I said, I would love to see his board because he needs to go back and find somebody else's board and watch them. Oh, I think it would be you so know. fascinating to really know what's going on and what they're saying and why they I do what I they would. do. Well, yeah. I, I, like, yeah. I think to Eldred's point. Like, Thanks, Eldred. Those four receivers that went right after Thornton, you know, I, I think, you know, a lot of people were in love with Sky Moore. Okay, I think he's good. I, I, I wasn't one of the ones that was in love with him. I, I did like Pickens. So I liked Moore. I liked Pickens. Uh, I didn't like Fred Sky, who I think was one of those guys. Alec Pierce. Yeah. I didn't like him. I didn't like him as much as Fred does. Um, but that's that's the referendum. You're going to be, you yeah. know, in two years, you're yep. going to look at those guys in – if that's McLaurin, A.J. Brown, and, and, and whatnot, Metcalf. Debo Samuel, yeah. and your guy is another Nikhil Harry, only albeit in a much different style. Yep. Yeah. Definitely different yep. style. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, more calls and emails here on Patriots Unfiltered. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grillin' Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. 
We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. 
We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hey everyone, check out this snippet from the latest episode of Pats from the Past with Gerard Mayo. Did you have any inkling that the Patriots were interested in you? Um, I had a little inkling because, so funny story, I wasn't even coming here on a, on a 30 visit mm-hmm. initially. 
And I was on my way to another team. I won't say the name of the team, but it's a, a huge rival. They wear green. But I was on the way. I was on the way. Rhymes uh, with Mets. <laughs> it rhymes <laughs> with Mets. I was on the way out there, and the Patriots called and said, hey, uh, you know, can he swing through here before he, you know, just real quick before he goes to New York. And uh, I ended up coming here, spending a lot of time with Matt Patricia and Dean Pease at the time. And then I was gone. And it was just that quick. You know, it was that quick. And uh, I went to New York and the rest was history. That was the only thing. Because when I went at the Combine, this was the weirdest, weirdest Combine interview for me that I had. I had a lot of them as well coming out as an underclassman. But I went in the room and, you know, everyone's in there. Bill wasn't in there, I don't believe. But no one said anything. So I go in the room. You remember how you know how the interview process works at the combine? Well, like, I've heard yeah. a little bit about it. Like you know, there's a blow horn that yeah. goes off in the hallway. It's a mad dash mad with dash. everybody that's going to everybody's room. That's right. And you get in there, and there's a clock. You're on the clock. You're on the clock. And the team's on the clock. That's right. And so I go, I go into the Patriots. So I, you know, this is right before. This is right after the Giants just won the Super Bowl. So I go. I right. I visit with the Giants. They're having a party because <laughs> they they knew they weren't supposed to win that game either, right? So like I go. In their room, and everyone's like dancing, like ah, ha, 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 like a whole bunch of laughing and things like that. And then I go to the Patriots room, and it's like stone cold, like silence for two minutes. Now, if you ever, if you ever just like set your clock to two minutes and don't say a word, it is a long time. It's uncomfortable. Or do a plank, do a right. plank for two minutes. Right. Like it is a very long time. Yeah. And no one, like you said, we're on the clock. So I'm sitting there like, I just introduced myself and then no one asked me any questions. And so I'm like, all right, this is kind of weird. And then finally we got into football, but I didn't know if they were trying to figure out like, you know, what I was thinking or, you know, see how I dealt with uncomfortable situations. But that, I mean, I really didn't have like, all right, the Patriots are really looking at me. I thought I was going to go to Denver, uh, Detroit, you know, teams like that. So. All right. That's a little snippet of uh, Pats from the Past, the celebrated uh, podcast series with Gerard Mayo. And, uh, you know, you heard a little bit uh, <clears throat> some behind the scenes. New stuff. and improved. Yeah. New and improved with uh, Paul P.P. Perillo. Uh, but you'll find out the origin of Gerard Belichick, mm-hmm. the, his unusual role and how he handled uh, his rookie season. Gerard Belichick. Uh, seven-time captain, thoughts on leadership, and his frustrations on the loss in Super Bowl Forty Six. Mm. Oh, I want to hear that part. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a great series because it's an expanded interview. It's not like ten minutes. You know, you get like forty-five minutes to an hour sometimes yeah. with the player, and and he they, was good. He yeah, did a good. They job. open up. Yeah. Nothing on the modern, current situation. Just all his past and everything. Um, yeah, mostly on his past. It's not Pat's from the present. Right. From the past. Thanks, thanks, Eric. Yeah. He was one that, that I feel like was tipped a little bit before they selected him. Like, all of a sudden, it, I remember somebody being like, keep an eye on the Patriots, Gerard Mayo. Guess who had Guess who had it? Charlie Castle? Charlie Castle. Yeah, I thought that's who it was. Who's more wrong than Charlie Castle? No, oh, wait. What, that's what Matt and I said. That's it. the not one that time he was right. <laughs> not yeah. that time. Yeah. No, he was, uh, I mean, it was a right, right addition at the right time. In terms I mean, of Gerard Mayo... He was a solid, solid player. And the problem was the knee. And I remember he was on a roll. I thought he was playing his best football. And it was in Buffalo. And he he stoned a guy, and his knee just gave out. And, like, that was it. I'd yeah. almost forgotten he was on the team in 2014, that he was initially, you know, part of the mix with, with those guys. That was, I don't know, I just, I mean, he had, I forget was what the Was that one of the back-to-back was. years where he had got... Injured in week six and was kind of done yeah, for the rest right, of the year. Right. One year was like a he got hurt a couple of years in a row. Something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, I forgot what it was the it. next year. Right. 
And he talked about it because it was a little, um, you know, bittersweet, I think, is the way Matt put it to him. And it was. Now, he was a big part of that. Like, he, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, but he would travel when he was hurt. Oh, yeah. Um, and he was in the meetings, and, like, you know, you could clearly see where the – uh, the the origin of his coaching career took place right there. Mini Bill, Bill, yeah, and Bill wanted that. That was why they called him Gerard Belichick, right? Right, away. right. All right, uh, so that's Pat's from the past. Check that out that podcast. They've had I Check don't know, like over twenty now, I think, um, with four thirty. Wow, that's 30 over 20. 30. Yeah, um, former Patriots. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, all right, let's get back to the uh, callers and emailers. Uh, 855-PASS-500 is the East Ticket Hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Patty and Agawam's on the line. What's up, Patty? What's up, gentlemen? Hey, hey. So Deuce stole a little bit of my thunder bringing up Trey Flowers. I was going to ask if you guys thought if they would uh, realistically take a flyer on him, but I think we do need another guy because let's just say best-case scenario. Ronnie Perkins works out, and he's a good player. Really Behind him, Judon and, and Barmore, who do you have that can go after the passer? I mean, we got, honestly, no depth as far as guys that can get after the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you're you're putting it all on Perkins, Uche, and, and Judon and, and Barmore right now. I mean, that's 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 it, you know? I, it's it's my biggest concern of the team. I think they've – I mean, I think when you just throw out draft value and all that stuff, you look at the offense, they've added a lot of pieces to the offense I think they needed to add. And I think that they'll – they should they should improve around Mac. I think they've given him stuff, but it's another story on the defensive side of the ball and, and what the approach is. And you talk about Gerard Mayo, Steve Belichick. I think a lot of pressure on those guys to sort out these pieces and, and put together a, a defense that you know can improve on what we right. saw from them last time. Thanks, Patty. Um, let's go to Rashad in Baltimore. What's up, Rashad? Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey. hey. Um, I, let me see. I guess I can. I guess I can talk about the. The draft. That's really. That's really. I guess the main thing. My my main thing is this is not. It's not the. It's, it's not the player you pick. It's just where you pick them and the value. That's that's my thing. Like, and it's is. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be mad at Cole Strange. Like, the like the my my main like the the one thing I will say about Cole Strange from a fan point. I'll buy his jersey if he has the number sixty nine because <laughs> that's, that's yeah strange sixty nine. Uh, it's like the best thing of the draft. Sixty nine. <laughs> but but, but Marcus, uh, I, I like the Marcus Jones and I like the I like the Marcus Jones pick just because. Yeah. I mean, if he can help from a special team standpoint and defensive standpoint, that's a double plus, and I know that's something that Bill would like. So, and he might be able to get in some offensive sets too. So. I'm like you know I like that pick. I like I like the late offensive line pick. I think uh, Chasen Chasen Hines. Yep. I'm thinking of all the linemen that we got, he probably gonna be the one that's gonna be the, the best one. He's <laughs> gonna beat out Strange probably. <laughs> yeah. All right, Rashad. Thanks for the call. Let's go to uh, Spee in Fresno. What's up, Spee? Great job on the draft, as always, guys. Um, you like you make life more fun. I especially enjoy. <laughs> apoplectic Mike, like <laughs> bemoaning how deeply misunderstood he is. <laughs> Good business. <laughs> Thanks, P. <laughs> um, I got I got a question for Mike and a question for Paul. From from Mike, it sounds like you've begun your ascent up Mount Thornton. Um, <laughs> like, is, is that like maybe what Thornton's ceiling could be a Brandon Cooks type receiver? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're different body types for sure. I mean, Thornton's you know close to six three, um, but but I think that's oh, yeah. the role. It's it's outside receiver. You know, I mean, that speed, would be stretch an the absolute field. Absolute home run. Yeah. You got Cooks, a guy with that production. Yeah. Oh, for if sure. If Thornton ends up being Cooks, yeah. that'd be great. Then yeah. Bill was right. Yeah, but I'm just you know Is that I reasonable to hope for. I don't think so. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying not to set expectations. All I know is that the guy can fly, and that's something that's going to show up on the field day one. And I, I just think that's something new and exciting to see. Don't forget, the drawing offense. a defensive pass interference is as good as a catch. <laughs> I know. Oh, believe me. I know that one. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. That's the brain of Cook's way. That's right. Um, hey, uh, hey, Paul, um, you know when that guy Manny called and he forced you to defend how you talking about Bill with the mediocre comment? Yeah. Um, obviously, you're firmly on the record saying that Bill's the best ever. It was just – it was – in your response to Manny, it was, there was this interesting point you brought up with Andy Reid that got me thinking, where it's like you, you were kind of saying maybe Andy Reid, you, you, could, you could say he's got the edge over Bill without a great quarterback, but maybe the reverse, Bill being better with a great quarterback again. Yeah. And I thought that was really it was really it was a little bit dizzying at the time, so I kind of sympathized with why Manny seemed a little bit stumped on the line, but but I I, I kind of I just kind of wonder in the in a vacuum. Is a better coach one who makes it work better with without? Yeah, and, and, I, and that, I wasn't making an argument for or against Bill or Andy Reid specifically. I was first and foremost. I was like, I had never said that Bill is a mediocre coach. Like flat out, he no, is just he is just before, a mediocre coach. The day before you said, I'm sorry. The day before you said Bill's record without Brady was mediocre. You didn't say Correct. coaching. Correct. And and you also, although later Paul, you did kind of snarkily call Bill. Competent because he's eight games under five hundred, which I got that gave me a chuckle. <laughs> no, without without Brady, yes. Like I mean, that those are the right, numbers. Right. Those, I mean, that that's what the the facts say. Now, I also have been a part. I mean, I, I can't really comment being up close in Cleveland, but I've been a part of everything he's done as a Patriots coach, and I would say that for the most part, I think they've won more games than their talent really should you know suggested without Brady. You know, so I think that they're doing well to be sort of middling, based on the like talent in twenty twenty, like seven and nine. The last based two on, years, based on the yeah. talent in twenty twenty, um, the only the, the Castle year they were stacked. That I mean, that was a loaded roster. Mm-hmm. So I it, like that to me. But yeah, three and one without Brady in sixteen, ten and seven last year with with Mac. Like I mean, I, I'm not telling you that he had his best year coaching, but. I, I think it's pretty apparent that he's a good coach. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, think I just don't know if he's yeah. – I, I don't know if I should call him the greatest ever now because you got me thinking about Reed in a vacuum, you know, without the with, when he's doing it with McNabb or with Alex Smith. Yeah, but how many times have we, we looked at Reed just before Mahomes and said, oh, they should have won that game, and he – you know, right. two-minute two minute well, coaching. That was his old know, thing. That was his old thing. Yeah. Can you think of one? I, 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 I remember many times people saying that. You know, yeah. I, yeah, I don't yeah. remember a game. All right, thank you, but that's just me. All right, thanks, V. I the, think clock the, management is is one of his weaknesses, without question. But I can't yeah. think of like he's got the better team and he lost because he couldn't manage the clock. I think clock management is an issue for for Andy Reid. I think it's an, an issue for the Patriots, quite frankly. Has been. There was that Kansas City game, remember, when Peterson was the offensive coordinator, right? And, and Peterson and, said. 
I don't know. Was it was it Peterson? Peterson was, was the OC. Peterson? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he said we didn't want to give the ball well, back, back to Brady, <laughs> which was <laughs> by far and away the dumbest thing I've ever heard a coach say after a game. Uh, you let's remember that playoff game here. The Patriots won twenty-seven twenty in a divisional oh. round. Mm. Oh, 15? 15-ish, somewhere, 16, there, somewhere yeah. in that yeah. Yeah. in that general area, and. Um, the, the Chiefs went on a drive with about eight minutes to go, and they weren't hurrying. They weren't, like, right. no getting urgency. out of bounds. There was no urgency at all. Mm. And they scored, but kind of left themselves in a situation where everything had to go perfect for them in order for them to have a chance to come back. And he said that we, we didn't want to give Brady the ball back. With too much time. <laughs> like, take yeah. ten minutes left in the like fourth. Like, you were like, down like, 14, yeah. guy. <laughs> you got to <Yeah>. score. <laughs> guy. Uh, Hot Tub Bob writes in, um, in 21 years, this is the first Patriots-theme-based draft. The front office went all Al Davis and just went with speed, baby. Huh. But instead of getting the fastest safety linebacker or cornerback, we got the fastest guard. The fastest guard. Have you ever watched a game and said, whoa, look at that lightning-quick guard. That SOB can really move. Given the amount of value we surrendered in this theme draft, the only way we're pulling this draft into the win column is, one, Cole Strange is athletic enough to move to tackle and be good at that. Two, Thornton is at minimum a wide receiver. Two, three, one of these two corners hits. And four, one of these late round guys not named Zappy becomes a meaningful contributor. But why? Why does it have to be not named Zappy? What if he? What well, if he hits? Well, then then you got a gold mine on your hands. Right. Uh, thanks for being the best Patriots podcast in history. Well, I got a I got a hypothetical. I just hypothetical. It's almost like a game. You know how much I like games. What if Cole Strange is a left tackle? What if? And when is the left guard? I don't care about when. I heard a guy call in last week saying he's going to play right tackle. Trent Brown's going to play left tackle, and Wynn's going to move into guard. I mean, to which now I really despise the whole thing. So now you're going to play a guy in a position he's never played before. Wynn? No. No. Cole. Cole. Yeah. It would change. It would change. If, I think it, some of the he, perspective. If he, he turns a out to be a really good tackle, years. it would definitely change my perspective. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm stubborn. Done, I'm not stupid. No, I, I mean, and he hasn't done it, and there's no reason to really think that he will. But it's just interesting. Of, it's of, it's like cornerback yeah. to safety. You see that, but you don't see a lot of safeties go to cornerback. Yeah. It's the same with guard and tackle. Right, and that's the opposite of Mankins. But yeah. well, I mean, not, not only that, he never played it. Right. Like it'd be one like Logan Mankins played tackle in college, yeah. and a lot of people thought he would be a guard in the pros. Right. So if he wound up playing guard for a couple of years and then kicked back out to tackle, that happens. This yeah. guy never played tackle before. He played one game at tackle. Mm, yeah. But I, if if Mike's hypothetical proves correct, and he turns out to be a really good, I'm not even saying like a like a all pro, just a really good starting caliber tackle. Yeah, I changed my opinion on the pick. I mean, it's something that if if Bill did this with that thought in mind, so we see it like come come the summer, he's playing tackle. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I'll think I'll think differently about the pick because I still think. I mean, as much as I mean, Stuber for a seventh rounder, I think has some upside, but there's just not. I don't really love Justin Haran as a left tackle. I think wins at the end of his deal. I think that that's still a big position. I mean, we'll have to keep an eye on it. I mean, even in the spring with the OTAs and minicamp. You know, often they start trying guys, and I know there's no hitting, but just to see how they look in the position. And if we see him out there, then, yeah, well, we'll you know, well, okay, they're thinking that too. I mean, I don't think his size is ideal. For, he's 6'5". 
Uh, he's six zero four seven three zero seven. Yeah, so yeah. That's almost six five. But he's yeah. still, yeah. according to uh, the he, back row. But he's still a couple inches bigger than Isaiah Wynn is, and his athleticism would seem like even if his size was a detriment to saying you could play tackle. I think athletically, you could say he potentially could handle being on that side, getting out. I mean, that's what you know you need as a as, a, as a tackle. Arms. Hold on, hold please. <laughs> I wouldn't hold please. <laughs> you don't have to tell me because I wouldn't know the thirty three. I wouldn't know the proper wingspan. Oh, thirty four is kind of the. Is if that you right? got thirty four plus, you're, you're big. So he's thirty three. It's not not ideal, but I'm sure that Isaiah wins. But I think Mike brings up an interesting point. If that's their, if that's Bill's thought process, like this this kid can play tackle. Yeah. No, yeah. he has to be right. Right. You hit it, heard it here first. Okay. Maybe. Uh, Gary in East Hanover, New Jersey. I just hope and pray I don't see Jermaine Johnson sacking Mac Jones twice a year for the next decade. I thought he'd be a perfect pick at number 21. My trust in Bill's faith is taking a hit with this draft. Thanks for the great shows. Do you think if they took Jermaine Johnson, people would have said, well, they must not have liked him that much because they didn't trade up to get him? You see, it's, it's <laughs> not wrong. It's really not. It, he doesn't do it. It's just not him. He's too happy. Yeah. This is not a good look. For I can't. You. I can't. I throw the grenade and then I laugh. And so yeah. let me ask. Right. Let me ask yeah. you. I'll and, clean. And it, I'll clean it up. Don't and worry. Not, this this isn't we'll one. Play. I'm not setting we'll you play. up we'll like play. I did with the Let's play. But you, because you really wanted an edge guy. Yeah. You'd feel better if I you took Jermaine Johnson. And I know that 100%. you you're not in love yeah. with the strange yeah. pick. So yeah. I, I'm not, not saying. You know. Yeah. No, I would. It would have made. It would have made a lot of sense to me because I think he he has you know three down potential off the edge. I think it would make. I think it would make sense. I would have been happy. Felipe is in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, I'm very disappointed with our draft and would like your opinion on a few things. One, how much stock do you put on the overdraft and reach ideas? Personally, I think there is merit in it and that we could have had a better draft with our draft capital. The GM's job, in my opinion, is not only to pick the best player available, but to maximize talent acquisition. Two, do you agree that Bill put a target on his back after this very, very unusual, to say the least, draft? And three, to address Mike's point, I don't think fans were necessarily after speed wide receiver. We w- just want good all-around receivers. Apparently, Thornton is yet another role player. I hope I'm wrong, but this is how I see it. Ooh. Yeah, well, I, I, I just hope that – I mean, we can't do anything about it now. They picked who they picked. Let's see what we, they do. We couldn't do anything about it no, before I, either. I know we couldn't, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, you could talk about it all you wanted before. Now we know who they've got. Let's see how they do when, they, when they're on the field. Yeah. And that's what you talk about now because you spent all this last two months looking at draft boards and starting to feel like you know how things should line up. <laughs> <laughs> You're all right? You don't have to be that mad about it, Fred. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, excuse, excuse me, Fred. Um, but, I, but I think you get to the point, though, where you just start to – we just want players. Like, yeah. did they get players right. or did they and not again, get players? And that so goes that's, to, like, that's what it gets what, to. What can they do? Now that they're here, what, are they, what can they do? I know it's a cliche Bill throws around there. It's not how you got here. It's what you do once you get here. But in, in reality, that's, that's what it is. What can these guys do now that they're yeah. here? I mean, there are plenty of guys who are undrafted who've become starters and important players. Malcolm Butler, look, made one of the greatest plays in, in history. Wasn't drafted. He made an opportunity for himself once he got that here. That was let's all Matt Patricia. Yeah. Let's, yeah, see just wha- ask let's see what happens with these guys. I mean, yeah. And, and how many no use crying over who they didn't pick now because it's too late for that. Yeah, but and that how many well, that, but that's the analysis. That's like, of course we're going to cry over it. Yeah. If it if it turns out that way, I still lament the fact that they didn't take a better receiver than Harry. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to stop, you know, I'm not going to forget about that as, as Joe Fan. Um, you know, with the, the speed with receiver, I would agree that 
this style of receiver wasn't something that I think people were clamoring for, but they wanted speed in the slot. Everybody wanted a slot receiver, and there were some dynamic ones in in this draft. You know, my guy Shakir, I you know I I, I liked, and Sky Moore, a lot of people like. I think the kid that Pittsburgh took later in the draft, I don't know how good he's going to be because he's kind of small, but that kid from – was it Calvin uh, Watkins? Uh, Calvin Watkins or Austin. Calvin, Calvin Austin. Austin. Calvin, Calvin Austin. Austin from Memphis, yeah. right? That kid, uh, he's another one. Kevin Colbert picked him, so I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. Like, I think people were looking for a slot receiver. I wasn't necessarily enamored with every slot option. You know, it didn't have to be a slot guy for me. But – to suggest that people weren't looking for speed at wide receiver, I think I, I think people were looking for speed. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I mean, and I think, and I, <laughs> I was constantly kind of questioning myself through the process of being like, am I just romanticizing Wes Welker and Julian Edelman and what they did, and you know, trying to reinsert that? But I also think that you know they don't have a lot of guys on a contract next year, so yeah. you know, it, it, it's it's still going to be a need to get kind of a chain mover, depending on how they feel about Jacoby. But you know, you're kind of looking at Bourne and Thornton as being the two guys, maybe Parker if, if that deal sticks. So, you know, I, I think that they're a little heavy on the outside down the field guys going forward, you know, not, not against Bourne. I mean, I think Bourne can, you know, is a pretty good intermediate kind yeah, of threat. Yeah, he could but, do both. But, think, you know, I still, think it's, it's, I still think it's a long-term need that they need to consider. Uh, Josh from Turner's Falls, I know. Trust me, I know. I wanted Lloyd so bad, and they obviously didn't. But trying to be hopeful about these picks – I'm actually really hopeful for Thornton. Watching him run is amazing. His 40-yard dash looked like a guy who wasn't even trying his hardest. Yeah. Well, I that's think how he, guys that run it's crazy, look, isn't it? Guys that can run like that look like they're I not know, trying. I know. I think he gets good separation for his size. The cornerbacks look competitive. Strong is compelling. Eight touchdowns of 50 yards or more is impressive. Strange should start at guard. So let's see. I think they may have three or four guys who can contribute right away, and that's all I was hoping for. Who are the three or four guys that can contribute right away? I don't Besides know. Besides Strange? You have to ask him. Uh, Bill picked his guys where he wanted them. Hopefully he's right, and the masses are mistaken. I mean, what do you think, realistically, Thornton will be on this team? This year I think he's uh, he's like a fourth, a compliment. fourth yeah. fifth receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, He's unle- like unless Aguilar, you know, if they have something in mind to move Aguilar, which I don't think is going to be an easy transaction, then I think there's a chance for Thornton to be a part of this offense. Right now, I don't see really much of a possibility of him being part of the offense. No, I, unless I, he's just so, you know, damn fast. Yeah, and, he, and he's making <laughs> well, plays. I think he then is that damn fast. Yeah. I just don't see a spot for him to play. Yeah, but I, I oh, like if he's, if he's that fast and he's getting open and making plays, they'll well, find a spot for him. I don't know about getting open if he if he jumps. But I, but I like what you said, Paul, on draft night of of you know he'll be that Aguilar role. Now I know we've talked about maybe moving Aguilar around a little bit more. He played a little more in the slot in Philadelphia, so you know yeah. maybe maybe that does. I uh, think open he's Aguilar next year, of, not this right. year. Right? No, no. I but but you know in in, in little. Bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. Right. I think Put the best you can hope Aguilar. is that you you throw a sh- you give him a shot every once in a while, and maybe he makes a play or two here or there. I can't see him catching thirty passes. I can't. Not unless there's a massive injuries and he, he has to get moved up. Yeah, it's a little bit of a projection. I yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, I and I just have never, you know, speaking of the point of this general player, like I've never been enamored with the one trick kind of pony. Now I think that he can do some different things, but. You know, just the Brandon Cooks of it all. That's always been my I thing. Agree, just I agree like, with you. I'm not enamored with the one trick We just need a guy every either. time he's either running a, a, a go or a comeback. and you know, like. Mm. But Brandon Cooks could run crossers. He had a lot of deep ins. Uh, in, 
I think he's a much better profile than this guy. The other thing with the slot guys, too, you know, we got a, a few of these in the mailbag. Like Troy Brown, Wes Welker, and, and Julian Edelman. Why, you know, you know why, why can't they get somebody to play? Like, what do you think of Troy Brown? All around, Ex- all around, excellent player. You think he was a pretty special player? Yeah. yeah. Do sure you think do. Welker was a special player? Yes. yes. Do you think Edelman was a special player? Yeah. So, yeah. so why are people so like confused as to why they can't just snap their fingers and get the yeah. next special yeah. guy? That's like what I said. It's like I feel like I'm romanticizing that as like just the key, like a key. Those ingredient. guys were good. They were just really good. You can't just draft a small five eight white guy who's got a great well, three cone. And, and believe, just plug him and in believe and me, they have tried <laughs> oh, yeah. and tried and tried. Yep. T- Those guys uh, are T- special T.J. players. Moe, yeah. uh, T.J. Moe, Jeremy, Jeremy Gallon, Jeremy Ebert, Braxton Ge- Berrios. Didn't they have Jeremy Bloom at one point? Wasn't Jeremy Bloom on this team I don't know for a little is. while? The skier? The skier? Yeah, I don't know. He might have been. <laughs> They've tried. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was a skier who played football at Colorado. Let's get back to the phones. Sean's in Duxbury. Hey, Sean. Uh, it's John. How you doing, boys? Oh, it's hey, John. John. Well, it's Sean. It's Ira. His yeah. Well, we're we're John, looking you know. into getting a new producer, so don't worry. That won't <laughs> happen again. <laughs> Bite your tongue. You just may need a hearing test. That's all. <laughs> oh. uh, you know, a couple of things I want to point out. Is, you know, I'm taking a wait-and-see approach to this, like everybody else, I guess. Uh, we, we don't really have much else to do. But one thing I did not get was that Jack Jones pick. I mean, he's going to be 25 years old. He's got a criminal background. He weighs 175 pounds, and he's not a blazer. He ran a 4-5-40. So what, what was that all about? I just don't get that pick. I, I kind of agree. He's, he's, I mean, just to, play, to tell you what I think they saw in him was that he's you know, really quick, really good on the ball, breaks on the ball, you know, aggressive, sticks in the, in the hip of guys. I mean, there's no question his yep. size is an issue, absolutely. But, that, you know, when you see the good things from him, that's what it is. And, and I mean, has the – Athleticism to kind of mirror man to man with guys. Well, maybe you know right. all those things you just mentioned. You know, having the run in with the law and academic problems, USC and all that. Maybe that's the reason why he was available where he was, and maybe the Patriots are convinced after talking to the guy and doing their research that he's turned things around. He's yeah. you know understood where he went wrong, and now this is really important. He looks at it as a as a real opportunity, and maybe he's. Maybe he's a guy that's actually better than where he was drafted. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, but no? I, mean, I think it's like McGrone. I think McGrone was like a, a day three guy before before and after the ACL. Do you have you have like the projection? Because I think he was a late round projection. Yeah, but why? Because of his. That's not about where they're going to get drafted. Hopefully, they so. don't. Brugler doesn't predict where they're going to get drafted. Okay. Just his ability, right? Like it, yeah. it's, it's seventh a gra- round. It's a grade, seventh yeah. round. Um, and I know there's no doubt that the grade is probably like tainted at least a little by yeah. the yeah. off field. I think there was some reports. I think Burt Breer was talking about this that some teams had him completely off their board. Yeah, um, you know because of the the off field stuff. And as far as I know, like he he broke into a, a restaurant and it was like. You know, I'm not saying that it's a great guy that I'd like to have over for Sunday dinner, but like, I don't think there was any like DUIs or battery, you know, domestic abuse with women or like those to me, you know, gun charges. Those right. to me are the like the 
the things that that I would have. He made a I would stupid have mistake. Is you know, sounds like he yeah. made a stupid mistake. Like, and, I, and I'm not a mistake. Give, stupid choice. Yeah, and I and I'd be willing to give a guy another chance as long as that's the extent of his yeah. of of his criminal background. It's right. not, not no violence. No. You Do we know, know why he, he was trying to break in the restaurant? I think they were robbing it. Yeah, second degree pleaded guilty to a second degree misdemeanor charge of commercial burglary in October 2018, serving 45 burglary. days of house arrest. I believe it was at a Panda Express. Oh, oh. man, you really have to be hungry. Oh. That, that orange chicken, though, I mean, yeah. come on, that's good stuff. Hey, you know how much money those Panda Expresses have? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, but they don't keep it in there, right? Deuce, <laughs> no, I, I, there's money in that banana stand. More story. No, there, there's more <laughs> stories about it that, like, he didn't get anything either, which right. makes it even worse. Not even some orange chicken? Yeah, <laughs> chicken larange. <laughs> if you had to break into a restaurant for the food, what restaurant would you break Ooh, into? That's a good question. I mean, steak, probably a steak, like a big expensive. Yeah, but then you steak. have to cook it, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, one of the Italian places. If you're like really hungry and you had a, you had your choice of restaurants, you had to eat right there. What what restaurant well, would you break would, into? Would, would would you not have to cook it regardless of where you? <laughs> no, there's some place that have, might pre- might have pre-made, pre-made sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Well. Like, like a, a deli. Just go in the like fridge. You, like you go See, into you a deli for. You know, sliced meats, and you just have to make your own sandwich. Yeah. Cold cuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me and Paul would probably break into Jersey Mike's. We'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> deuce, deuce, cut the meat, cut the meat. Let's go. Cut that meat. Deuce, we're gonna get we're gonna get the super large though, and we're gonna we're gonna split. We rearrange their menu so that we brought it in like you need one. You with need only one that's in the middle. <laughs> well, what about your a nice large <laughs> is too small? Your large your your extra large is too big. Hey, they call the cops. Somebody broke in. What'd they take? Uh, nothing. They three. just rearranged the menu. <laughs> three three rolls. Eric breaks into a farm and is like <laughs> picking vegetables out of the ground. <laughs> I got all your green beans. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's a Healthier good question. Like my favorite restaurant. Like I, don't, I have so many. I'm such a fat guy. I can't, oh, me I too. can't pick. Yeah. Somewhere in the North End. Topic for another show. Right. Capital Grill. Yeah. Breakfast. Uh, let's go to Willem and Philem. What's up, William? What's up, man? How you doing? Good. Okay. Uh, this is uh, this is for Mike right here. First of all, how you doing, Mike? You okay? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> doing great. I don't believe it. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. All right. I don't have. He a has bit, a vein uh, coming out of his of temple, right? Right as we speak. <laughs> I only have a little bit of time. I said, go, go, I'm gonna go. answer your question because I am one of those callers that are uh, asking about, uh, you know, us getting faster and speed yeah. and all. But I will say this before I get down to answer this first one. Uh, first one first. That first pick, uh, Coach Strain. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a problem with the player. It's just where you picked him at. Sure. You know I, mean? that, I think that's the, the biggest problem. You, yeah. And you passed up on, um, oh, God, Devin, Lo- Devin Lloyd, Nicole Dean, and Trent McDuffie. I, and Jermaine Johnson. <laughs> yeah. You could have got, yeah. co- you could have got Coach Strain like later, like, and maybe in the late second, third, fourth, whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, that, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you guys on that pick. Yeah. Okay. And, and last but not least, well, I'm putting it to you like this. We asked for, Fine. It might not be the pick that you want, but you. I mean, we never had nothing like four two eight speed other than Brandon Cooks, no. But um, hey, I'm just willing to see, you know, see what he can do. Yeah. I'm not gonna knock it because I've seen this. I've seen him on YouTube many times, but I never thought Bill would like. I, I'll just skip over. I'm like, Bill's gonna draft him. Nah, I never thought yeah, about me that. Too. But coach I'm him up. See what he can do. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, William. Definitely adds some intrigue to camp for me that I that I was really hoping for. I mean, Parker, fine, but but you know, just a young kid with some some wheels on him. See what that does, and 
I mean, I know you know Paul was making the joke about about going against the Patriots defense, but I, I think it's great. They're gonna have to deal with guys like that. So you know whether he's just you know giving them a, a look at practice or whatever to start, like just how do how do they how do they look against real speed? It's hard to get a sense when you know all the guys that are on the field for the offense maybe aren't aren't burners like that. Yeah, uh, Eddie's in Florida. Hey, Eddie. Hey guys. Hey. So, you know, I'm not saying anything you haven't heard before, but um, looking at last year's draft, rounds one through three, they all filled needs, and it was a really good draft. You could pretty much tell that after one year. Usually it takes two or three. And uh, my question is, like, how did we get so many needs this year after the draft we had plus all the free agents we had? It's just crazy that, you know, we have so many needs to fill. Yeah. And then the fact that they went one through three um, with a guard, and a you know featherweight receiver and a five eight kick returner. I think when we wanted speed, I'm pretty sure it was on defense. So instead of running back, running back, quarterback, they should have went linebacker, safety, edge. What do you guys think? Yeah, you know what I, I know. think. I know defense no, early and often. Yeah, I, I'm o- I'm okay that they. Thanks, th- Eddie. I'm I'm okay with the offense because I think I think it's hard to to hold teams down. I think you need to try to score with know, can teams. We, Force a punt. Yeah. Well, you need speed everywhere. So, But I think the priority was defense. The only thing I can rationalize is that I think I said this on one of the shows during the draft was maybe they think they're closer to where they need to be on offense and they wanted to just finish up. Finish the job. Yeah, finish up where they needed to fill in. I thought about the same thing. And maybe like defense is such a project that we, we have to do that piecemeal for a little while. Maybe another year or two. I yeah. just think that maybe they, that's the explanation. I that's think the they had major needs, and they yeah. they filled like I as much as I criticize the draft. I can't argue that they filled a major need with the first round pick. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think it was necessarily this is better than that or that's worse than this. This will take longer. We have major needs. This is a guy we like to fill one of those major needs. We're gonna go with the guard. Yeah. I think I think it's as simple as that. Yeah. It's a player that they liked at a need that was major. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just it's. I think about how to upgrade speed on defense, and and I think that's why we're kind of enamored with Dean and Lloyd. That that's the spot. It feels like like you get a and fast cornerback doesn't really matter. And the looking Kobe, for somebody and the, that and the can Kobe work Dean from, thing kind of like threw the the, the yeah. draft for a loop because no one has any idea. Well, we have an idea, but no one knows for sure why everybody. You know, like it's another one that people are like, oh, the draft experts that thought Nicobe Dean was going in the first round, and you read like. You know, the seven surgeries that he's had, you know, whatever, like the massive uh, red flags that he has from a health perspective. That's why he didn't go in the first round. Yeah. You know? But why wasn't that a factor early on? Like, why wasn't that taken into consideration when everyone was evaluating him? I know. It just made me feel... You know, not dumb just because everybody's yeah. dumb. But, I feel but, dumb. But we, but we spent a lot of time talking like those two guys. I mean, you know, we were up for the draft show, and it's like they were, uh, you guys couldn't see it, but they have the TV up, and it's like, Duso's big board. N'Kobe Dean, number one. You know, like the guy who's going third round overall. I'm like, I look like an idiot. But I, but you don't. It's, it's, uh, no, I know. It, it's all, you know, it's and all And a lot of people stuff, might not have known. Like the people that are yeah. doing this might be talking to personnel people in the NFL, which they do. And – Maybe no one wanted to say on the record that right. I got a I, I got a red flag. <coughs> yeah, because right maybe you're hoping right. somebody. Why, why takes give everybody and, else that yeah. info? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it know? is weird though. And I mean, I'm I don't. It I all came out the day example. of the draft, by the way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, that was the day of the first round that all right. of those. Oh, by the way. Oh, yeah. So refuse surgery. Right. Yeah. So like, some of those guys yeah. obviously decided to talk. Yeah. Um, 
Neil and New Brunswick, there can be no doubt our draft class was uninspiring. But I've moved on to the stage called acceptance. A few comments. Oh, you're with Mike. Yep. One, as long as Bill is here, we should do ourselves a favor and never waste a minute looking at another mock draft. It's an exercise in futility. Well, you shouldn't look at mock drafts all, as, as often as you do. <laughs> I, I, I agree yeah. with that, period. Two, I feel bad for Cole Strange and Tyquan Thornton. It's not their fault they were overdrafted. I sincerely hope they can prove Bill right and many others wrong. They should never get the Nikhil Harry treatment, in my opinion. All they did was answer the phone. And three, well... Same for Nikhil, too, right? He no. can't help where he was Nikhil drafted. Nikhil Harry yeah. was drafted where he was slated to go. Uh, and three, everything that has happened since February has been on paper. They still play the games on fields. Let's let's wait until something happens on the fields before we judge this offseason. Well, that's kind of the point I was making earlier. Now that they're here, <laughs> let's see what they can do. But Oh, yeah, that, that, is, uh, that is true. I got I to give a shout-out to a friend of the show, Derek Havens, who sent oh, me. I, loved I, I had mentioned uh, I had mentioned last week the PFF mock draft simulators. The uh, the exact number was 783,000, and and two of them had the Patriots <laughs> taking, taking Cole, Cole Strange. Strange which then Derek was like, idiot. No, he was like, it was probably Belichick and Matt Patricia. <laughs> like, like, they're probably <laughs> the ones. And I was like, maybe more Matt than Bill. I can't see Bill doing the mock draft simulator. Macro but like, and Matt Patricia. Macro, right? Like, it's like, I, I don't think that's that crazy. Like, let's just see what would happen here if we plug that in. You know, kind of funny. But 783,000. Yeah. Two wow. out of seven. The changes on paper are irrelevant. What, what did you last see? Not good. Like, what did you last see? Bill, Fred, you've been saying it for like the last three days, the last three shows. Defense. Can we at least no force punts. a punt? Mm. Right. You must have said that ten times over the weekend. Right. Before acceptance fell in. Uh, duct Tape Sam from Pleasanton, California. It's easy to understand the frustration of the m- most feverish <laughs> fans in sports. Once again, Belichick and company did what they felt was best for the team, which turned really? out to be what no one else was thinking or wanted. The faithful are up in arms. Media and analysts are perplexed, and the rest of the league is laughing like we needed another reason to despise L.A. Now that you've had a few days to digest what happened over draft weekend, here are my top five questions for each of you. Number one, if Strange is indeed considered a day-one starter, how many other rookies will be plug-and-play starters this season? Like in the league or on this team? On this team, I think he means. None of them. Probably none of them. I mean, do you none count, do you count whoa, whoa. returner as a in, on the Patriots? He's saying, yeah, yeah, rookies. I think he's talking about in the league. Oh, and oh. well, there'll, oh, be, there'll a be a lot, lot of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, a lot of them. <coughs> Two, do you expect the team to add any additional starters via trade or free agency before the start of the season? If so, what position? Deuce, you yeah. said defense. Trey end, Flowers, edge. perhaps. Yeah, yeah, someone in that vein. Front I, seven. I think it's reasonable ex- to expect one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, if you're RGM. Would you offer Hightower a one-year minimum deal, or have you already moved on to the unproven players waiting in the wings? Moved on. I've moved on. I've moved on, but I I still think that could happen too. I've I still moved think on. that could happen. Yeah. Oh, I, I would prefer to I, move on, yeah. but I still think it it could happen. The only way I'm giving I him don't. an offer is if I if, if he's going to play. Well, if you're desperate, too. and I, if I want him on the bench, I'm not going to give him an offer. Hmm. Is he's just, not going to want well, it. Why would he be on, on the, the bench? bench? Why? Because he's not as good as the guys, the young guys. At this point in his career, but if you resign him, then you obviously think that, that he is. That's what I mean. So I, you know, I've moved on. Yeah, moved on. I, I don't think he has any interest in playing. So I don't think it's. It's weird happen. that he hasn't said anything. I just that, that's what I find strange. Well, he could come things. back, or and or, he might just decide to stay out. <laughs> we don't know. 
We just don't know. Four, does the addition of Zappe officially mark the end of Stidham's tenure with the team, or does Belichick keep all four quarterbacks around this season? I, mean, I don't think he'll keep all four, but I don't think it officially ends no. Stidham's okay. career. Let's see, what, on let's see what, what he can do. Injuries and camp and, you know. And his ability. Yeah. What if he can't play? Yeah, exactly. Which you, is a possibility. About that? <coughs> now, is, is he particularly mobile? No. No. Uh, I mean, he's okay. <laughs> no, so I was thinking you put him on the, you know, I mean, the practice hard. squad and use him as a yeah. scout. It's player. hard to go by college rushing totals because the sack yardage gets counted for a quarterback in college as rushing. Oh. So he has like zero yards career yeah, rushing. He has like 0. 0.8 yards per carry. Yeah, on uh, on JT O'Sullivan's breakdown over at the Q quarterback school on YouTube, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he showed against Army. He had like a like a 40-yard scramble. that. So we can run a little bit. It's, but Danny he's not. Hitling. But yeah. He's, yeah, but he's not. You know, uh, and finally, I know it's early, just wondering which undrafted rookie do you like as your front runner to make the team and at what position? De'Eric King. See that could As be a, your slot receiver. He, he could be either that could a slot be maybe receiver. your slot guy. He maybe. could be he could be that a practice player great. of the week every week. <laughs> <laughs> That'd make me feel great if we took a quarterback and just immediately plugged him in as a starter. Uh, you know, unlike Edelman, who it took him three years to do <laughs> that. Uh, who else would be? I don't know. It's hard. To, it's hard to project with. Derek King's a good. Uh, you know, a, a, a fun player flyer. to watch. I mean, he's yeah. a, he, he's he's a top flight athlete. He's really small. Yeah. though. LeBron Ray How from, from Alabama, five, defensive eight. line guy, but he he was <coughs> unspectacular. Yeah, I'd probably go Derek King. I, I mean, I would just just because it's the guy you know. Without having any idea, I would just pick an offensive lineman. Is it Derek or does he go by Derek? It's Derek. He does. He does say Derek. Why? I don't know. I was just wondering. It just I was just winging that one. Yeah, I think he goes by Derek. He's the quarterback at Houston and Miami. Yeah. Oh boy! Uh oh, uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Paul. See, Put still, down the cigarettes, Paul. It. Excuse it's me. It's not good. It's really. I mean, it's, it's really I mean, pretty much gone. Makes such a good point there. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I, I haven't. That's what it was. That's what it is. When I was yeah. going on my rant on I Saturday, I haven't complimenting any of his points. <laughs> I, mean, I have a compliment to It's hard to argue with anything Deuce's <laughs> We don't know it, but Paul goes home. He's a chain smoker. He's just like one after another. <laughs> after the draft, he's Can like, a guy get a light? <laughs> Ooh, that value. <laughs> <laughs> Safe home, honey. I'd rather fight than switch. <laughs> um, Joe writes in, in these past weeks, you all have said that we would need at least three of these draft picks to contribute this year. How do you feel about this now? How do you feel about it now, now? Moses? Uh, do you see at least three of these rookies being able to contribute this year? Nope. And he, he puts the word big, contribute big this year. Bigly? Ready I, for <laughs> the season to start, and I also imagine the Patriots pick some big-name veteran during the season. All right, I, I don't know. I, I, hope, I hope that, you know, Strange – the receiver and one of the corners contribute. Well, I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's I think what that's you're the baseline. For, right? The baseline yeah. is Strange at guard and and Marcus Jones as as your kickoff and punt returner, and maybe yeah. maybe like a playmaker, and, and you know, not just like oh, a guy to be back there and return punts, like a guy yeah. who legitimately is a weapon as a as a returner. Like if he's like Gunnar Olszewski, returning punts and kicks, is it's that like, considered a big contribution? Put a guy back there, no. And he was an All Pro, Paul. No, I know. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm counting the All Pro season. Like imagine that one game he had. Every game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's an all-pro. Well, and I know that they didn't pick him just so he could return. Like, I, I, I understand yeah. that. So I'm not killing them for something that mm -hmm. I don't even think they did. But, you know, if, if all he is is a returner, and you don't have kick returns anymore, and Fred has gone to great lengths over the last couple of weekends to tell us how they don't force punts. So, like, 
what do we do? What do we have a you know a dynamic return man for when he doesn't really get an opportunity to return? Yeah, and how well, does his presence affect Jonathan Jones and Miles Bryant, and and how does that right. fit together? Yeah, without having seen him on the field yet, would you be concerned if he's one of your starting corners this year? Well, I mean, or if he wins the, the job season. based on what I saw of him, I don't. I mean, I, I if he could win the job, I I think he's got skills to be. You know, he's small, but. I think he's quick. I think he shows good skill, like, you know, good athleticism, good plays in the ball. Like, I mean, I think he's more of a returner to start, spot, fill-in guy at cornerback and, and you know. Yeah. I'm I just, just – I'm very skeptical of those two corners I based am, on their too. size. I, I just think they're really small. But I wonder about Stuber as, the as like, the third backup yeah. tackle. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's a potential spot where I don't feel great about Haran could just – Arlington Hambright. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe that's another spot where, you know, somebody could could kind of emerge. Uh, Ray in St. Louis, I'm a little disappointed only because I spent a week doing draft simulations before the draft, and only person I got right was our wide receiver, but I got him in the fifth. Hopefully these guys are dogs and play with fire. Who do you think we could possibly still pick up in free agency? That's his, that's his question. I'd have. I mean, I have to look beyond some of the some of the obvious ones. I, I mean, just, Flowers is an easy one, but now that the comp formula is okay, I, and, and I know, know that there's there's guys that that gonna. are available. But like, I mean, there's a reason why it's guys over. are available at right. this point. You might you might get a you know Akeem Hicks is is still available, but uh, again, these guys are not going to come in and transform your team, and they're on the street in the middle of May. Right. Um, Zach and Brighton. Amazing job with the draft coverage all weekend. Uh, question in a comment. First and foremost, regarding Taekwon Thornton, do you um, think with him only being 21, he turns 22 August 7th, add some hope that he can continue to fill out his frame? I love the pick, but I do have some durability questions that I would feel better about if he was closer to at least 190 to 200 by the time he's 24 or 25. Yeah, I think I mean, now, it, right? it seems like he's got some, some you know ability to put – He's like 180 sure. right now. Yeah, I just – I love listening. But you, you don't want to lose that speed, you know? No, no. And that's – I, I loved listening to him kind of talk about it just as somebody who could never run fast and was always jealous of the kids that somehow could. But just talking about, yeah, I was just wicked fast. And then, you know, I got in the weight room. Then I, I was like even faster. <laughs> and then I really started fucking on football. And then, I, and then we were really talking how fast. I'm like, what's on it football? like? Like I just felt like I was always at like, you know – two-thirds speed of everybody else. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, trying to run it out. But. Uh, also, I can't try, try stand draft grade season. Oh, run, run it, run out. it oh. out, Paul. Okay. okay. Run. I can't stand draft grade season. I get that the sports world is what it is, but from a hum humanizing standpoint, could you imagine landing your dream job coming out of college and have everyone in the industry say that it was a D to hire you? <laughs> a stretch comparison, I know, but I can't help but this – uh, be sour about the whole grading thing, considering right. most people get it completely wrong anyway. Right. Not just, just like the from, last 22 years. When not just, not right. just from a Patriots standpoint either. For example, Good Morning Football mentioned today that most people gave the Seahawks an F in 2012 after selecting Bruce Irvin, Bobby Wagner, and Russell Wilson. Who was grading the graders on their performance? People smear these kids' yeah. names for content, and then they don't know blank about how they will really play. Yeah. No one's who's that from? Uh, it's from Zach and Brighton. Oh. No one's forcing you to read the grades either. It's like if you don't like them, don't read them. It's got nothing to do with it. His problem isn't with the I grades. I know, I know, I know what it is. 
Just saying. But Alex, I mean, all of a just because the content is out there doesn't worried, mean you have to consume We're it. worried about the psyche of the poor kids that are being told that they got a D, they're, they're a D, they amount to a D. Yes, that's, your concern is the humanity of it all. I, yeah, okay. The money would help me if somebody called me a exactly. D, but they're like, but here's a couple million bucks a year. I've been <laughs> called a lot worse, and I don't make anywhere near that <laughs> amount of money. Uh, Alex in Philly, so it's official according to all the experts that the Patriots just had the worst draft of all time. It's almost a consensus that the Patriots reached on every pick pretty much. It is weird that the fact that the Patriots got a bad draft grade by everyone who does those things actually makes me feel better about the draft class. We all know that Belichick has had several bad drafts in the past, and I'm pretty sure those same experts probably gave him an A or a B for those classes at the time. So I was surprised by the Belichick criticism of this draft class, but maybe in my crazy fan mind, the reverse might happen this time. I like the addition of speed at wide receiver and running back. Don't know why they drafted a second running back. I'm worried about the defense, and I didn't like a guard in the first round. So I guess I'll give the Patriots a C plus. So like, like, like everybody, everybody else. else. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm surprised people are that confounded by the running back. They've got one running back under contract for next year. So, I mean, is it really that crazy? They've done it before. They've taken two before and the same kind of thing with Ridley and Verena. I just think they're irrelevant positions to use two draft picks on when you are in a major rebuild. Like, I think it's fine to take a running back when you don't really need one when you have the best team in football. I don't have any problem with that. You're sort of building capital for when Shane Vereen leaves and I can replace him with James White. That's a luxury when you're great. They don't have that luxury right now. Well, I, don't I mean, but to Deuce's point, if you have one guy under contract for 2023 and you know you're going to need four or five on your roster. I think they always overstock it, too. They always are yeah. anticipating yeah. injuries. and mm. They always use a lot of them. And, I mean, I say that as, like, I was kind of meh on Kevin Harris. but <clears throat> I mean, I was going to say, like, you're going to have one guy under contract either way. Like, these, these guys are no locks. No, I know. So, like, it's not like you solved your running back problem for 2023. But, but, you, but you took a step toward that, you know. <laughs> no, but let's, so okay, so if now they can you, play. So, so now let's say they both hit. So now you have three. Yeah, well, perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Fred no. just told me you need five. Wow. Well, you'll get the other two so some other way. Are. Oh, okay. I agree. <laughs> but getting having to get two is better than having to get four or five. Uh, you don't need to have five. You have Ramondre Stevenson w- w- is is slated to be your yep. your lead back. Yep. So you just need complementary pieces. Oh, you need more than that. Guys get hurt. We always say, what are they going to do with all those running backs? You and can they have always four, play. You can have four complementary pieces. Look what happened you know, with Bolden and James White. Thank God we had James Bolden on the roster. <laughs> I see what you did. I mean, there. Brandon Bolden. <laughs> yeah, I follow. Who's James Bolden? Yeah, thank God. <laughs> Nobody. It's his uncle. Uh, <laughs> thank God, because no one else could have done that. James Baldwin, <laughs> maybe. Uh, let's see. Ben from Pittsfield. Over do the you know pat- how many times he proves my point when he thinks he puts <laughs> me in my place? <laughs> An undrafted special teamer did the job. Imagine. Yeah, but he's on the roster. Right, so just get complimentary pieces. This is what I'm saying. saying you don't have to use you don't draft, have to use draft picks it. to get him. Bolden was undrafted. Uh, over the past few years, I've heard a lot of negativity about the draft and the Patriots' future. I understand and to some extent agree, but personally, I'm excited. We have a young quarterback. Next year, we'll have a solid amount of draft picks and, more importantly, a ton of cap space. We can't expect success right away, and while I wasn't a big fan of some of the draft picks, I am excited about the speed we have. 
I'm very happy we will, hopefully, be playing some of the younger defensive players. At the end of the day, we made some changes, and it'll be exciting to see how they translate to the field. So there you go. Yeah, it's a different team now. I mean, I think that's that's part of the part of this whole big picture is that, you know, you were so used to being a certain way for so long, and, you know, what does it look like in a rebuild and be trying to become like that young upstart team? And, you know, how do you transition to that without – totally blowing it up and losing any connection to what you had but you know also being mindful of certain guys can't play forever and I mean I think we've been critical of hanging on to some guys a little bit too long but you know it seems like this year it's going to be a little bit more of an influx of of unproven guys and that's scary but if some of those guys hit with opportunity then then you have some 2023 will be our all-in year (laughs) that's our all-in season uh John writes in based on the way it looks right now it's going to be a Rip it down to the studs rebuild. Yeah. Quick question for Mike. In the PU episodes after Brady went to Tampa, Mike kept talking about how much, and he has quotes, fun it would be to rebuild, yeah. to see how the young guys develop and what Bill would do to evolve and rebuild. I'm just curious if Mike's <laughs> having fun or when he thinks the fun might start. Watching the end of last season in this weekend's draft, I'm not having much fun. I don't want to take this as a shot at Mike. I like him. Just that statement about the rebuild being fun rubbed me wrong when he said it then, as and it has stuck with me. I don't think this rebuild will be fun. The AFC is loaded, and we don't have the personnel to keep up. I think we are looking at third or fourth place in the East. So, so Mac Jones, no fun for you last year? That wasn't fun? Finding a rookie quarterback, bringing him in, watching him succeed? I have a lot of fun with Mac Jones, I, and I, I mean, I do. I know it's a challenge. I mean, it's hard, but I, I think it's fun watching the team have it, you know, rebuild. I know it, it like, it's, it is painful, no question. I'm going to speak for Mike here, and he is, nothing that he just said is not true. He's enjoying this process. He likes this element of it. I'm with the emailer. I don't find any of this fun. <laughs> I, I, I liked it better when we were winning the AAC championship every year. That was me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, You call me a front runner. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. But I, I don't. I appreciate that, Paul. The fact. No, I, I think Mike is as genuine as it comes with the whole process. He's excited about Mac Jones. I'm not. So like that kind of like. Well, you have to accept it. It's like a lot of people were hoping that we wouldn't have to go through this process after Brady. Somehow. Oh yeah. Oh. Somehow we would just figure out a that's way. That's a to, different thing. You know. Realistically, yeah. Quick, this yeah, is exactly jump. where I kind of expected to be. Yeah. Right. Was, uh, who thought that there yeah. was going to be a seamless no. like well, a, from? Absolutely. I'm uh, not angered by it at all. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I'm. I, but I also don't think it's overly fun. Yeah, and it's also not a perfect perfect process i mean you know you took exactly. some steps back the first year you took some steps forward last year but then it ended it poorly and you know this year again there's questions i i don't know you're not just going to easily build on last year and all right next was year bringing cam in a, a mistake in 2020 i, I think mm-hmm. it was and i also think going hog wild Be- because and why because i think you should have been able to play somebody else to find out if you had anything there namely jared stidham what about like winning too many games no, they didn't win too many I, games. I'm yeah. not going to be hypocritical. I'm, or at the time, I was excited about it. Yeah, I, but I, mean, I didn't know he couldn't play. They, right, they, that's, they, that's they right. Oh, yeah. At they the time, we no, all this thought is, this is all in hindsight. At the right. time, we were like, "Oh my God, yeah. they got Cam yeah. Newton!" Right. But, but yeah. much like we're, you know, we're not allowed to weigh in on the draft right now because we don't know. They should know. Yeah. And they didn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. About Cam that he couldn't play. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't, but and, and I would rather, and I think that, that it was a mistake to go hog wild in free agency last year. You've talked about that. 
Well, like I, in, in retrospect, maybe I, they should have been I a little wonder. bit. I, I, yeah, I think, yeah. they, were, I I think they were conflicted last year. I wonder. I really do. But, I mean, okay, let's say that they saved some of that money for this year. Like, where would they have spent it? On who? Defensive front seven, I would hope. <laughs> no. Yeah. That would be that would be the spot. But th- or but, hit. But, but then you I would, mean, if they, they did what they did and hit more, well, yeah, I, would, but, I would feel but better if you didn't, about it, too. if you didn't get all those tight ends or wide receivers, you'd go into this season going, we need tight ends and receivers. And then they wouldn't spend it on where you want to yeah. spend it. You know, it's, it's, well, so, I mean, they, it's they, so hard. They yeah. signed two wide receivers last year and took they traded up in the second round to take one. Yeah. So that means that... The, they still need help there. Sure. It's also just the convergence of events of last yeah, year of with course. COVID and the money and I think everything. we would have been moaning and groaning if they hadn't spent all that money. Now, again, on who, you can question yeah. question that. But at the time, we were like, oh, they got the best of the breed at the positions that they spent it on. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's why it's hard. That's why being in the position of building a winner is, you know, we, hard, we're not yeah. used to that for 20 years. You know, we were in the position of maintaining a winner. And you know, it's, right. it's, it's like whack a mole. You know, it's it's when you don't have the quarterback for sure in place that can you know really just. I mean, and Brady was Brady, but you know, still, I think there's a, a collection of quarterbacks across the league that you know just make the team better, and, and they they give you some leeway to work with. And when you don't really have that, you don't you know you're starting Cam Newton at the end or a rookie. You know, it's 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 everything's kind of more glaring, and you, you take, take a shot. I, I mean, I know we're done, so it's. A, but but do you think that maybe in retrospect they would have been better off letting Stidham play? Um, probably. I think I don't think it would have mattered. Yeah, but, probably you know, wouldn't have mattered. Like, I don't think he's that good. At least you would have known about Stidham. I don't think he's that good. Yeah, I don't think he's that good. But but he could have played, gotten some experience, and you would have known what you had. Right. Yeah. Okay. We wouldn't have had all the hits on social though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. That's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. We'll be back on Thursday uh, with more draft recap, more looking forward to the OTAs. Uh, The schedule comes out next next week. May 12th, they're going to announce that. Uh, So um, that'll be exciting. And uh, until Thursday, thanks for listening. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.